All right, so I guess uh, we'll count down and, and, and start. Um, it'd be funny if we all did our own individual intros. All at the same time? Yeah, all at the same time. <laughs> oh, that would be terrible. <laughs> just piss everybody off. Um, I mean, I could just count us down because I need the timestamp for editing purposes anyway. And then um, I guess we'll just see where it goes if that's what you guys want to do. All right. So, all right, here we go. Beginning in three, two, one. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of a podcast, uh, <laughs> the podcast of all podcasts. I mean, um, who we got? We got Brett, Miles, Jenny, Drew. Um, Brett, I'm going to get myself off the X. You say hello first. All right. What's going on, guys? <clears throat> hello. <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? Yeah. Uh, what's going on, guys? That could not have gone any Yeah, better. what's going on, guys? What's up? Yeah. <laughs> should we should we all kind of give a shout out to our podcast first to start it out? Yeah, I think so. I probably yeah, should sure. have given more directions. All right. So <laughs> go for it, Brett. All right. So this is Brett from Ball Out. Miles, you want to say what's up to? What's up, guys? This is Miles from Ball Out as well. <laughs> Hi, this is go? Jenny. Oh, me let me go. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Ladies, ladies third. This is, yeah, thank you. <laughs> this is Jenny from the Wad Pod or Women of Dodgeball podcast. And I'm Drew from the Drew and Crew podcast. Awesome. And I'm Steve from the Dodgeball podcast. Um, I guess, depending on how you're listening to this, we're all going to launch this bad boy on Christmas. So if you're listening to this, uh, Merry Christmas. Um, Brent, why are we doing this? Was this your idea? You did this to Who's us? idea? I want to say it was mine, or I don't know if it Miles. was me. I know me and Brett were just talking, but I don't know who came up with it first. It wasn't my we, idea. We uh, we tend to have those ideas where we just kind of talk, and then something happens out of it in our chat we've had going on for the last year and a half. And uh, <laughs> we wanted to get everybody involved because we know we've had some growing pains. We talked about it in our last episode about where we started to where we're at now. And Steve, you are the dodgeball pod father. So we wanted to oh, bring you into this. And, and I know we got, it's weird that we, we said this too, that, you know, we are the second oldest dodgeball podcast and we just started this year. So I know we don't have much on you guys, but we're the, the second vets, I guess. And uh, we just want to share some struggles and uh, talk some dodgeball with more people. That's awesome. Well, yeah, thanks. I think it's a great uh, idea though too. Cause, um, we should all be helping each other out too. So it's kind of cool to bring everybody together and kind of hype each other's pages up anyway, too. So it's a really great idea. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think the original idea came from like, cause we already had Steve on our podcast and me and Brett are already on uh, Steve's podcast before. And okay. we've talked about doing collaborative ideas before. And they were just like, why not bring everyone else in? Cause it, well, we've it, had Jenny on too. Fun. Yeah, yeah you had me. <laughs> I, didn't forget, I, Jenny. I didn't forget Jenny. I didn't forget Jenny. I'll just kind of lead up to the collaborative part. But oh, yes, yes. best to last. Best to last. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And when we had we had Steve on, you know, we we had talked about how Steve, I think you said it best. Like we we want to help each other out, but we kind of specialize in different things. 
things so that, you know, it's not the same repetitive stuff. You know, we, we all have our own little segment of the dodgeball community. So helping each other out, you know, I'm not even going to remember my quote now was, uh, in a high tide, all boats rise or something, something along those lines. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's about it. Yeah. A rising tide so, elevates all ships. Something yeah. Like one of those cool quotes <laughs> that I can, I'm not going to think of right now, but yeah, I mean, it, growing our community is, I mean, everybody's goal. So why not help out who's trying to do that? For sure. Yeah. That's, um, that's one thing I learned, um, what it's like to work with somebody that doesn't want to help you. Um, <clears throat> Ed Princess from the NDL. Um, Ooh. Yeah, I guess uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> but um, here we go. Yeah, let's let's just start with the negative right away. Um, but in, if it, in case anybody cares, uh, the reason why I um, I think I'd like to consider myself a decent person. Um, but I've I've experienced well, that's what a bit false, Steve. What, no, what I said I'd like to consider myself. Um, but uh, I I know what damage being selfish and greedy can cause the dodgeball community so um off the get-go if there's anything i could do to help out in any capacity i'm i'm first of all honored to even be considered that um i'm about to work on the nickname of podfather though that's uh <laughs> i've had worse but <laughs> it's, it's, podfather that sounds uh the, i feel like the, I mean, it's only the nicknames you don't want that stick that's that's actually really <laughs> true like like hurricane yeah <laughs> um quick uh Trivia factoid: uh, Drew has was actually the first guest of the Dodgeball Podcast on the very first episode back in 2015. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, really? <laughs> <in> <laughs> it was awesome. Yep. That turnaround, though, it's awesome. So it's uh, yeah, it's kind of cool. I mean, like you said earlier, you know, we've all kind of been on each other's collective podcast before. Uh, so I just had to throw out that that factoid there, but. Um, um, Miles, I think you're the one that said that you guys had, um, you discussed like some, um, not, not hardship, but just, uh, some growing pains. Um, maybe we can go around the room and kind of capture yeah, everyone's. Yeah. yeah so what I was, mean, uh, what was one of them? Let's see. <laughs> well, for the, okay. So when it comes to podcast, I think the hardship would probably fall more on Brett because I typically do more of the company stuff. Brett usually handles more like the audio podcasting kind of background stuff. So I'm gonna let Brett take over for that one. I mean, we we really talked about how going back and listening to some of our first episodes would just hurt. Just just listening to <laughs> the uncomfortableness of talking into a microphone, just trying to to break in to where we are now it would just be so hard to listen to my i like to think editing skill wise driving conversation wise and talking about things that people actually want to listen to instead of just me and miles talking to each other it it, it helped us evolve to put out a few of those hard episodes and having to edit those and go back and like all right mental note don't do this mental note don't do that and growing as the podcast has gone further do you ever get tired of hearing? Yeah, uh, you remind me all the stuff. <laughs> to caveat, do you guys ever get tired of hearing yourself? Like, because it almost yeah, uh, it's weird, yep, right? Yep. Like, like it's funny. Like, oh, go again. Go ahead. Oh, <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, it, it is funny. Like when I so when I was younger, I used to sing a lot and then re record myself. And like even then, I was like, oh, this sounds so strange. And then doing the podcast and doing it where I was doing like a five minute segment of me talking by myself and listening to, I was like, 
oh this is so cringy it's <laughs> oh, so like, weird like i remember like when we first started releasing episodes i would get super excited to start listening to our episodes i think i got like three episodes in i just stopped listening to them i'm like i cannot yeah like, <laughs> nope. it's awful like no thank you <laughs> no that's what i said too in our last episode i said i listened to it while i edit it and then i never listened to it again I, I just leave it out there in podcast land. And just if somebody fine. brings something up, yeah, I, I'm like, I don't remember. I could have said that. Sounds probably accurate, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, me, and, uh, me and Jenny talked about it on our podcast, but uh, I don't mind my voice. But when I listened back to like when I laugh, I was like, I have the stupidest laugh I've ever heard. <laughs> like, I need to change that immediately. But, but uh, yeah, it's, it's so funny, like hearing yourself talk because – I mean, this is a very unique thing that we're doing. Well, I guess it's not unique anymore, but uh, it's cool to be able to do this. But yeah, you definitely take some notes personally because you're always critiquing yourself the most. So that was my big thing. I was like, man, my laugh is so stupid. <laughs> what, uh, Jenny, what, what do you do that you've noticed that you are either annoyed with or just be like, oh gosh, is that me? Um. I don't. So one one of my biggest things that I, like I always struggled with is um, I don't know what you call it, but you know when people say like you you say like oh I swear to drunk I'm not God yeah, and I'm like sometimes my brain gets so excited that I'll say what's the main part of the sentence at the beginning and then I'm like oh no, <laughs> so 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 sometimes when I've listened back and I'm just like oh. I can't believe I was the entire time I was like pronouncing this word wrong. It's like what Benedict Cumberbatch that said penguins, ping, like saying penguins wrong each time. <laughs> Cause I know there was actually one that reminded me of when I'd done um, the interview with you, Steve. And I think instead of um, capitalizing, I kept on saying captivating. And every <laughs> time I like say the word now, I just cringe or, <laughs> or listen to myself. I'm like, oh, I'm pronouncing words wrong all the time. And I don't even realize I'm doing it. So my brain's <laughs> like brain farting. My favorite thing yeah. now is that, so Casey Bielek, who now plays with the Gamecocks, he, I got him a job with me and whenever i slip up and say something dumb the next day i either get a text that night that he listens to just a dumb quote i had or the next day it's all i hear <laughs> dang <laughs> oh that's awesome but that's not yeah. motivation to be perfect his uh his favorite oh, right man. now is i think that's math i used to hear that like four <laughs> times a day remember yeah. that one. that's awesome oh man i remember that one i was laughing pretty hard when you said that I, uh... But mainly, mainly I go back and I take notes because it makes my job of editing so much easier. If I stop saying, um, 45 times in five minutes, then I don't have to chop everything up. I can just listen and it's smooth and it makes my life easier. You actually cut out the, uh, the ums. I, I've tried my best. I just take that pause instead and the try pause. not to say it. Nice. <laughs> That's what I've started doing <laughs> Yeah, like I think my biggest issue is um like not slowing down. Similar to like what Jenny you do where you kinda like scramble your uh sentences up. For me it's a little bit different. I'll lose track of what I'm saying. Cause I it's not like I'm rambling, it's just I'm talking or my brain's going so fast I'm trying to think of the next sentence, but then I get to the end and then I don't know what's next and I'm like well now work. So I'm screwed with what's going on next. I'll usually just like hesitate and just try to come up with something else and just go on another rabbit hole and they somehow loop it back, but it's 
very irritating. Or just toss it over to me and be like, I forgot where I was going. So uh, you go ahead and talk now. Yep, yep <laughs> that's it. Yep, that, that, that's it. <laughs> so when you guys had so me I on, s- oh, go ahead, Jenny. Oh, <laughs> see, we're, we're talking to each other. Um, I was going to say, that's like when I did my first group interview and was trying to organize when people were coming in. So like asking a question and then there'd be a pause and you're like, oh, uh, Sam, you go first. <laughs> And then you just go, oh, the power of editing. Just go, I've cut it, it out. A few times. <laughs> no one knows. <laughs> to the East credit, when you guys, like Frankie Janetta was really good at this, you would just do that, like, if I'm, if I can be next, I'm like, oh, man, why can't everyone do that? Why can't I enforce that? That's brilliant. <laughs> but, it's efficient. Uh, well, how, how do you guys all record? Steve, I know you, you usually do Zoom. How, Jenny, how do you guys record? I do I do through Zoom, too. And I'll do kind of a backup file of my own, um, my own voice recording, and then I'll just do it through Zoom. This is a very good question because uh, I was doing Zoom, but that was when I was teaching still. But I'm not teaching anymore because I'm traveling. So um, I've been trying to use my brother's teacher's login (laughs) (laughs) in the infinite amount of time. But um, for some reason, it's not working. I guess it just works on his uh, work computer. So that's why, like, I really haven't come out with anything. I've been making the excuse as the holiday season. That's why I haven't come out with something in a couple of weeks. But uh, <laughs> it's really because of the Zoom login. But I'd like to hear from you guys. Like, do you all do Zoom or do you do uh, something else? Because if you do something else, like, I'm, I'm very frugal. So the less money. The <laughs> yeah, we we actually don't do Zoom. And yeah. we use uh, it's Zencaster. Shout out Zencaster for all our episodes. Um, awesome. It's free. It, it's been at, when we first signed up it was like in January and they were, it was free if it was like three people max. And then once the pandemic hit, they said, all right, well, unlimited guests, unlimited time. That's cool. Free. So awesome. the cool thing about them is that it saves files on whatever computer you're using to record. So it would save individual files on each of our computers so that way there's no Wi-Fi lag. So if there, it got choppy for a second, you would not notice that in our recordings. And then it'll upload all of it to my Google Drive. So it, it's all seamless. It's in two separate files. So it's really easy to edit. The only thing is it doesn't have video. So yeah. when it's... And it's not mobile either. That's another Yeah, you have thing. to have a laptop. But mm-hmm. when we when we started out and we were having guests... We had to kind of warn guests up front, be like, all right, we can't see each other. It's a three-way conversation. So there's going to be awkward silences. There's going to be over-talking. Don't worry about it. We'll edit it out. It'll be okay. So mm-hmm. once in a while, you get people that kind of ramble to try to fill the silence, but say, all right, take a breath. Slow down. It's all right. <laughs> We're going to make it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah. And is that something that's hard, though, when you don't have the video? like trying to know when to come in, especially when you're having like a guest on. Do you ever ever have any troubles with that? I don't think so. I mean, I feel like it's like the kind of the same what we're doing now. I mean, we can see each other. There's other, there's the instances of us talking mm-hmm. over each other. Mm-hmm. Like there's a couple. So it's not like it's like every every time someone's trying to say something, someone's talking over. It kind of like it comes and goes every once in a while. Yeah, I think the only issue we run into is like in the last episode we recorded that comes out, the following week 
we were so intrigued at what our guest had to say. Like when, when him and Miles were talking, I was like writing notes and forgetting to talk because I just was so interested in listening to what they had to say. It's like, oh yeah, I'm supposed to actually jump into this too. <laughs> yeah. Be part of this podcast. Nice. Like it was funny because like the first like I think 10 or 15 minutes, I didn't say a single word. I was just like, this dude is awesome. And then I'm like, <laughs> oh shoot, hold up, say something. And then I kept like trying to like, okay, he when he stops talking, I'm gonna say something. But he just kept going. I'm like, okay, hold up. When he's gonna stop, I'm gonna go. And then Brett would say something I'm like Brett, hold up, let me say something. Yeah. It was awful. <laughs> but it was just really funny. They are though, they they've had a a video like beta that's been supposedly out to a certain amount of people that we've been on a waiting list for. So we're, we're holding out for that. Yeah. Okay. So to answer your question and plus anybody else is listening, cause I know because of the pandemic, a lot of people are thinking about doing podcasts now. I know um, Dylan just uh, launched his right. The, oh man. Yeah. I just Shoot saw the podcast, right? What was it? Was it something like on his shoes or something? Like that's the last time I heard about it. No, it's but, uh, he just dropped it. Dylan. Oh Dylan no no no! I, I just saw that too. Um, it's like pod. Oh man, it's like a hot take. Dylan Cruz. Give me like yeah. Dylan Cruz. Yeah, yeah. From, peace of uh, mind. KTC. Peace of yeah. mind podcast. So peace of mind. Yeah, that's it. And I've I think had they're a... using uh, YouTube strictly too. I'm not sure if that's correct, but it seems like they're using like a lot of YouTube. How do you guys feel about that? Uh, that's a Joe, a Joe Rogan style, you know, just doing it live. Yeah. Let it go. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting close with the, with the streaming and throwing my face out there. Um, as you guys can see, I think this is, I think video is going to be a, a real thing from now on. So, um, I did release, uh, the West coast, um, not the raw version, but I just edited the intro and the outro. Um, that's on YouTube now. So I'll be playing with that a little bit more and get more familiar. I just feel like that's the next step. But um, I don't know what Cruz's uh, setup's gonna be. It looks really cool. He did talk about it, um, man, back in back in May with when Justin guest hosted. So yeah, that's what I was referring to. Like, I remember him saying he wanted to do podcasts on shoes or at least talk about shoes. That's why I was thinking he was doing a shoe podcast. But I don't know what he's doing now. But I, it's if, good for him. If it is a shoe podcast, I'll be so excited because he's got some <laughs> sick shoes yeah. <laughs> same with tournaments i go up and i'm like oh there's a Kyrie. oh yeah <laughs> i started listening to the one he put out it was the beginning of the month and they if they are only doing live they have some cool pre-production stuff like a countdown and everything and it looks like it's just the three of them at a table with like cameras behind them and it's kind of a cool setup uh it would studio. be it'd be I- ideal if everybody like lived close but i mean obviously with across the country guess it's it's hard to pull off yeah what's up can i want to shift the conversation real quick if you guys don't mind um milestones so I, I i was realizing you guys posted a ball out you guys have been going steady for a year now you hit that year yeah. give or take a week or two we don't really remember exact date but yeah <laughs> it was around this time yeah. frame what uh do you have any yeah. other milestones you want to brag about or sell or celebrate um What's our most recent one? Was it the two thousand downloads, or uh, I think we're closing in on three thousand. Nice. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've we've I've, put out over fifty episodes. Uh, we're closing in on three thousand. I don't. I don't remember what did we say. Our countries listened to was it was like twenty six or twenty eight. Something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're going inter. Well, we're been international, but growing international. Um. We released our ball outline, so we got products now. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that's really it for turns of milestones. Cruising along, 
Pretty yeah. good. <laughs> dang good for Take this step a by year. Done. What about uh, you, Drew? I want to say, first off, that's cool. So congratulations. I yeah, mean, sure. it, it's cool that how you guys are growing and, and coming out with a line and stuff. That's that's pretty impressive and pretty cool. And it just, thank you. I know you guys are like, all right, we're going to push even harder next year too, just because of everything you've done in one year. So that's, that's yeah. awesome for me. Um, I mean, Steve talked about it too, but first I want to say, I mean, I always say this on a lot of my podcasts, but Steve, uh, another shout out again, just thank you for everything. Uh, I always message you like the dumbest questions, but you never make fun of me. So I appreciate <laughs> you. But um, mine's more of just, a hobby more than anything. Um, I love just kind of just like crap talking with, uh, I'll try and stay PG on this, but uh, <laughs> just having my buddies on talking, whatever. It's mostly, it's obviously going to be heavily dodgeball, but like just whatever my interests are either, where whether it be like MMA or football or just anything. Um, so mine's just kind of just a hobby. If it blows up and gets big, I, that'd be awesome. But um uh, if it's just some of my close friends listening to it, it's cool too. So I'm definitely going to keep at it, but it's kind of where it's like, all right, whenever I get some free time, I'll, I'll get this person on, or I'll get that person on. So it's very like lackadaisical, but I do really enjoy it though. Nice. So milestones, uh, none really right now, but uh, <laughs> it's fun seeing like people like, like my stuff. <laughs> <That's cool. laughs> I was going to say, man, like it took, uh, and they can go into this if you guys want, but it took, five years for me to finally move forward on an idea. No, two years. Um, so just putting something out there and throwing yourself out there and taking the risk and having that feedback of people that are not just your mom and dad listening to you, <laughs> giving you feedback. That's, that's huge, man. So, um, you know, like you said, it's not lackadaisical, but a little sporadic, even your schedule, but you're out there. Um, people know your voice, people listen to you in their cars and at the gym and in their living rooms and whatnot. So just starting man yeah. is, is huge. Um, what about you, Jenny? Have you had any milestones yet? Oh, I don't know. Celebrate? I think it was it was a couple episodes ago I hit the 500 downloads, which I was like, oh my God, 500 people? <laughs> <laughs> or like, That's well, awesome. Multiple. Um, and then, I don't know. It's hard. I, I didn't actually, because I know when you talk about different countries, I was like, wait, you can look at that? And so I was just <laughs> looking at that now. <laughs> Um, it says seven countries. So I was like, yay. <laughs> nice. do you, um, Jenny, sorry, not to cut you off, but do you use uh, Buzzsprout as well? So you can track all that stuff. Yeah. That's what I'm, I'm literally right. looking at right now. <laughs> so I was like, wait, stats. And then it says more stats. And I was like, Oh, why have I never noticed this before? <laughs> yeah. Like whenever we get that email, like I never checked the email up until like a couple months ago. And I was like, Oh my God, it has so many stats on like the randomest things. It is yeah. great. So Really yeah, cool. and that that's something that because I did kind of a bit what Steve does, where I did some uploaded episodes on Buzzsprout, and then I was uploading some on SoundCloud. Um, so I don't know what my I think my total number of downloads is actually a lot higher than what I think it is. Um, if I just go through, so that's that's kind of a good thing in my book. But it's hmm. it's been nice having people that I didn't think not that I didn't think they would listen, but it's just surprising having. Um, some more like prominent players reach out to me and kind of be like, I really appreciate what you're doing. Um, Cause it's nice having a lot of women, especially that have kind of come out being like, it's really nice to hear like a woman run podcast, especially about sport. Um, and I actually had um, some of, so when I was at university, I used to 
um, be part of like the sports committee part of the university and I've had some people that are working for my university sports reach out to me and say like oh I remember you when you were like vice president of dodgeball and then now you're <laughs> creating this podcast and so I've had like I've actually have a lot of people in the UK listening from my university promoting it so I was like wow <laughs> cool. that's, awesome. that's really cool but yeah I was thinking of I've, I've had some people ask about merchandise um and I was like, oh, I don't quite know if I'm there yet because obviously it's just me kind of doing this. I don't have any other help. But I was like, I might make some stickers. <laughs> start start out small. Start somewhere. So I've got that in the works, but that's about it right now. <laughs> Sign I'm up only for... 14 episodes in, so. <laughs> <laughs> Sign up for Sticker Mule. They'll send you all kinds of awesome deals. And it's Ooh. you can get like, what, what do we get, Miles? Like 50 stickers for like six bucks. Like I think it was something like that. They'll send you all kinds of deals, like tape deals, uh, holographic deals, magnet deals. Like it feels like at least twice a week, I'm getting an email from them that, oh, check out this stuff. You liked your stickers. Try this. Yeah, because that was something that obviously the kind of daunting thing with some merchandise is that you have to put your own money in to then yep. make a product to then get money out. And obviously, um, like a lot of people have been hit hard with the pandemic. I was one and so it's like oh trying to raise money to then help fund the stickers to pay to get that actually got <laughs> a roll of them right here pay, so then i can make more merchandise <laughs> no 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 show oh. her the nicer stickers man we got better those oh, wait, are the ones that you, you have oh, wait, yeah. you send those i have the circles stickers? you have the cutouts oh i have the cutouts yeah. oh that's all the way up here <laughs> i don't want to go there get those but um maybe maybe after i'll show you after but um but yeah like that's like that's probably the hardest thing about merchandise. Like Steve, you could probably attest to this too. Like when you first start out with merchandising, you make no money if anything oh, you're yeah. losing money before. Oh, oh no, I'm a millionaire. Like for even sure. if you break even, I'm a it's a... <laughs> <laughs> do you guys not see my fancy green screen? Like oh, no, it's uh yeah, that, that's yeah. high tech. I mean, hey, that's a step above. So mm. <laughs> this is what but, happens um, when yeah, you, like don't you, have kids. you don't even break even for a while. So it takes yeah, a while. that that's the thing is like trying to figure out and being like. Oh. Had more money, so, <laughs> so I could be like, "Look at all these shirts! Please buy them." <laughs> Steve, I want to hear some of your milestones. Um, You'll have some good ones. Yeah, so um, I, I realized I was so I was kind of going over some of the the insights from SoundCloud with uh, Sergio, um, who's I mean he's he's a guest host at this point um, or co-host, however you want to phrase it, with his international adventures, um, and just sharing him like, "Hey, these are the countries that hit." When I dropped your episode, this is the new areas, and I started counting all the episodes, and I, I hit we hit like two hundred and seven, we hit two hundred like two or three weeks ago, in total. And I was like, Jesus, that's a lot of that's a lot of dodgeball <laughs> conversations. And yeah. Yeah. you guys made the joke of like you know, or uh, Brett, I think you said like you edit it, send it out there, and and you know it's it's off to yeah. the to the internet to the interwebs, but. Um, like I joke about being this old man with his dog sipping on PBR on a rocking chair outside the porch, listening to this stuff. And so I, I filled myself with like countless hours of uh, good memories and good conversations. And um, that was more like a sentimental one for me, especially because ironically enough, the um, Facebook memories picture came up around the same time where I was sitting at that bar. I think I've referenced it in a few um, episodes where uh, we played this all pinch tournament. It was me and Team Evil, my buddies, and uh, me and Fullerton were talking. And I just remember hearing how we would talk and be like, there's only a specific amount of people that would listen to this and want to hear it. And that's like, man, I should do a podcast at some point. 
And then fast forward two years later, we start it and then fast forward some more time and it's kind of come full circle. So that was more of a, a sentimental milestone for me. Just like, man, I didn't even like, I, I just figured like we're probably somewhere in like the upper nineties, hundreds, not, uh, not 200. So that was definitely one. Um, the other one was looking at the, the, uh, the over the course of 12 months where our plays were and this chart you can see we were starting to trend upwards because we're getting ready for season uh the usa dodgeball season to start and so in april we had our highest points and then that's when COVID hit but then you see like the place to come back up and stay stable and so to attest to what you know jeremy bizzle had said was like hey you're you're, you're helping us keep dodgeball fresh in mind despite the shutdown and despite um, dodgeball not happening, people are still talking about it. So that that's, again, it's not really a quantifiable one. It's more qualitative. That's that's where I tend to measure um, success. But that was cool seeing that. Um, that that's, that's a couple. I mean, there, there's there's some more, but I want to uh, divert to you guys now. <laughs> well, talking I, an awful I, lot. Steve, I, I like that you brought that up because we were seeing, you know, steady growth up until the shutdown yeah, and it took a hard dip and me and miles talked about it we're like, man, are we just not interesting anymore? Are we not cool? Like people think we're annoying what's going on. <laughs> and then, you know, my thought was, Oh, people aren't driving to and from work. So when I know I listen to all my podcasts, you know, driving. So without that drive time podcast fell off and I would reach out to the Gamecocks in our group chat and just be like, Hey, just, just curious. When do you guys do a lot of your podcast listening? They're like, oh, you know, sometimes I do it when I'm doing yard work, or if I'm out in the garage trying to get in a quick workout, or w- whatever the scenario is. It's, it's just not as frequent as it is when you know you're going places and going even at work. You know, if they have something going in the background, it's a podcast. So, yeah, being able to see that you know kind of rebound that people are like, man, I miss dodgeball and starting to tune back in was really encouraging. Yeah. I think, um, I think, what's that? Miles? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, yeah, I was go say, ahead, Steve. that's a, that's a good point. Um, cause yeah, the commute's gone, but for me, I thought it was just, we had so much excitement for this coming season. And then with the shutdown, it was just such a, a punch in the gut. And then you had, um, <coughs> excuse me, everything else that, that followed suit. Um, a lot of, a lot of just All bad, right. bad stuff from this year. But, um, you know, you see, you see members of the community such as you guys, Jenny, Drew, um, Tori, Markel, Chris, Jesus, all of you guys, like just still posting some kind of dodgeball content to just keep it, you know, Hey, don't forget, mm-hmm. this is still waiting for us when things get back to normal. That's, that's been really awesome to see, but, um, I am choking on water. I'm not crying. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm not crying. You're crying. Yeah, I, I, I cried my eyes out during Mandalorian. I'm good for like the rest, the rest of the, uh, I totally did that too. Yep. That was so good. Mm-hmm. no spoilers i'm probably the only one that hasn't watched the show yet don't judge oh, me. you gotta watch it you gotta watch it <laughs> I'm, I'm, one of, <laughs> I'm, I'm one of those weirdos that don't watch like game of thrones i haven't watched like dexter i haven't right, watched E-Jack any button. of like uh what's the other one with the dude from uh, malcolm in the middle what's that one? Oh, but breaking bad, breaking bad? yeah breaking bad I haven't seen that <laughs> people are like dude you're a weirdo i was like nah i just watch weird stuff <laughs> no, but the, I agree. I haven't seen most of those shows either. But like Mandalorian, definitely one of them you gotta watch. Yeah, well, my girlfriend was watching it today because I was telling you guys earlier I was pretty hungover, so I was like sleeping on the couch <laughs> while she was watching it. So I was like watching bits and pieces, and I was like, "This is actually pretty sweet." But then I, I pass out. 
I talk to people about it that are very into Star Wars, and I'm not as much at all. So I have a lot of opinions that they just throw out and say are invalid because I don't know any of the backstory. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I enjoy like, the, the original, the original ones I loved. And then like the newer movies came out and I was like, oh, I kind of like, like fell out of love with it. And then I just kind of completely like put it to the wayside. But then uh, when Mandalorian came out, I would watch like a couple uh, episodes like today. And I was like, this is actually pretty good. Like it could draw me back in almost. So, yeah, pull me back in. It rekindled my love yeah. for Star Wars. <laughs> Steve, to bring it to kind of home, bring it back in here. Um, I was curious how how do you keep track of your stats? Because the way Buzzsprout does it is, you upload it right to Buzzsprout, and then it disperses it to all of you know the Apple, the Spotify, the Google. Uh, all of those little outlets and it kind of keeps track of all of it in one spot for you. So are you looking at different places or do you kind of just use one as your guide? So I mostly use uh, SoundCloud and I, and I have thought about moving to other hosts that will distribute it. <clears throat> but I think I've been with SoundCloud so long, I don't want to lose previous analytics, I guess. So my primary is just SoundCloud. Um, I did look at Spotify. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot where we exist elsewhere. Spotify, iTunes. Um, does does Buzzsprout pull like another RSS feed or how does that work? Like, So when you upload it, I, I guess I'm not very tech savvy. So this is what I understand of it is that it takes one RSS feed and distributes it to the different hosting sites. So when when you look at the breakdown of it, it shows you like this is how many downloads you had on Apple, this is how many downloads you had on Spotify, on uh, Stitcher, on Google Podcasts. So it it gives you that full breakdown. Gotcha. And it it even breaks it down as far as like this is how many people listen to it on their iPhone or on. Yeah, an I was just looking at that. <laughs> yeah. You got me looking at stats now. It's it's super interesting. Just because you never know i had somebody listen to it like on facebook and i don't know how they were able to do that but yep. apparently it works out so however you're listening to it thank you that's pretty cool <laughs> i'm that pretty be. sure there's like a tv one too i was, I was confused on that i'm like how do you watch it or listen to a podcast on a tv i mean you could do it but it's weird at least <laughs> that's just my opinion yeah, I, I, um, I'll have to look into that because, like I said, the the original RSS feed goes through SoundCloud, and I don't want to mess with that, especially since I've been with it for five years and I have this weird thing with loyalty, I guess. I just like, I don't want to leave you guys. You guys were there for me since day one. But um, <laughs> I kind of used just, yeah, just SoundCloud as a gauge. Um, they used to have this app called Pulse where it just fed you just the insights, but for some reason they decided to just bring it back to just SoundCloud. So, um, so Steve, this is, I can show you, this is like, uh, let's try to hone. You're not. Here. We're not gonna be able to. You see might that, have to man. turn down your right. screen brightness. All right, fine. Or you could do share screen. It's probably easier that, that way. Is that, is that, yeah, you can, can see you it a little bit now. All right, so that's like a breakdown of all the countries we listen to, and it even shows like how many downloads per country. So, nice. like in the United States, we have two thousand one hundred and twenty-three. In Canada, three hundred and seven. In New Zealand, we have ninety-four. Like, it, so it it goes down even to if there's like one download, like four in denmark so it's really cool the stats I, sometimes i just get all caught up and i'm like oh man 
Who's listening what's, in Denmark? How do I reach out to them? What's the most <laughs> random country that's listened to you? So you just track them down. That's low key stalker, but worth it. What, well, that's uh, like, who is this one person in Ireland? <laughs> kind of how it worked <laughs> yeah. with Australia. It's like, hey, yeah. somebody, please, if you're listening to us over there, reach out to us, please. <laughs> so I got, yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah, it only took four episodes of saying it, but they finally did. So I got one dude in. Uh, one dude in Az- Azerbaijan, Az- Azerbaijan, Azerbaijan, Az- Azerbaijan. Thank you. I was like, I don't. You're know. welcome. <laughs> Didn't know that was a country. Wait, that's the correct pronunciation. Yeah. <laughs> that ain't real. Oh, that ain't it's real. enough for me. No, that's that's actually how you say it. Yeah, I don't know if you can. <laughs> I'm so, I'm used to Where so many years place? of watching Eurovision that I'm like, ah, Azerbaijan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a country. I thought flag. you were talking about someone's name. I was very. Oh my Right. That'd be a cool name, though. I'm, I'm putting my. <laughs> I mean, down. no one would get it right, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Steve, what are what are the next big projects you have coming up? Are you you're getting ready to end a season here? I know that, but what's uh, what what do you have next in the works? Um, so, was playing with with stream, um, and if, I think I figured enough of it to have what I like, which is basically um, interviews will be live streamed unless the guest wants to keep it private so there'll just be more video incorporation um i would like to still get more guest hosts because i am deploying in april and um so i've got a little bit of an exit strategy i need to work on so um probably less of me more of new voices uh chiming in that way when i leave it's uh it's sustained but um it really just depends on on what the next couple months bring i'm gonna be very very busy personally so um I'm going to enjoy this break and then hop on for, I don't know, maybe 10, 12 episodes and then pass it off. And mm-hmm. with, um, I was going to say with ball estate, that's really going to depend on if we're playing dodgeball again. Cause one, one thing, if you guys haven't picked up on, I've been really like, just, Hey, we're going to just push pause and kind of hang out in the background. Um, yeah, people got way more going on right now than not only just not only being able to not play dodgeball, but also, Maybe they don't need a pair of knee pads or some of the items that we're trying to, to roll out with. So to answer your question, um, yeah, just sustainment. It's going to be my biggest thing. Um, it's going to be hard to walk away from this. And and not that I don't trust people, but, you know, it's like I got to get to this point where. And I figured it's your this was, baby. Well, it's, it's yeah. that, but it's also um, when I started it, I, I knew it was not going to be forever. So, but I didn't want it to go down if I if I left for whatever reason, that's just something I've been used to being in the military. It's like, well, I don't want to start something. And then just because I'm gone, it goes to crap. So I got to think about, um, how to sustain it while I'm gone so I can come back and it's still there. Or, uh, maybe somebody makes it better than, than when I left it. So kind of just, yeah. Uh, finding an, an error for lack of better words. <laughs> that's funny. Cause I've actually been thinking about that a lot lately too. Cause I think, you know, what happens when I, turn like 50 and I'm still doing this podcast and I haven't actually played in like 10 years. Is this going to still be going or is this going to be something that just stops? And I would like to see it keep going because, you know, in it, all of us hope that the sport keeps growing and that there is, you know, these outlets for the sport. So now, not that it's like anything that's time sensitive, but it's just something that has been on my mind lately. So if you want to go yeah, dark, if it makes it twenty five years. I think we'll be pretty good. <laughs> yeah, if, <laughs> at if that you have, point, we're, we'll go back That's to that fantasy of the uh, the dodgeball 
um, stadium that you guys have talked yeah, about. Put, put um, a pin in that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, if you look at, um, I mean, if, if, cause I've been around for a very long time, so I've seen a lot of promising, uh, I won't say organizations, but I've seen a lot of promising things up here on the dodgeball scene and I've seen them fade away when someone gets married or has a kid. Um, and this could be leagues, this could be tournaments. Um, I just saw Rob's, uh, Rob hometown Immel's gym that had a world record, uh, get shut down because it's going to make space for a factory or some, something that's not as cool. So mm-hmm. legacy and longevity is, is a big deal for me. So, um, you look at Tyler Greer's dodgeball tribune, say what you will about some of the comment threads, but like, I miss that. And it was a, mm-hmm. it was a good production. People cared about it. Like, um, same thing with, uh, Colin Dowling. Like he had the, the beast coast chronicles going on. Yep. And like, yep. that's, I mean, for me, it's like, yeah, just gotta keep it going. Um, so <laughs> we gotta get dodgeball back first. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I feel like to, keep, to definitely, to even like make a podcast, I think you have to be like obsessed with, <laughs> with the thing you're talking about. Yeah. So, I'm, yeah. so I'm I'm, like, there's a lot of people that I mentioned to and they and they were like, Oh, to be honest, I haven't even thought about dodgeball. Um, like since this whole thing's been going on and I've kind of been like, Oh, all I've been thinking about is <laughs> like, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm still doing like exercising, training for dodgeball and like looking through and I'm still like, okay, yeah, we can do this. Try to make jerseys and stuff. Cause my, it'll come back. Mm-hmm. But yeah, my brain's like always thinking about it. So I'm like, I think I'll still do the podcast for a while. <laughs> what do you have next, Jenny? So I've got an episode that's releasing on christmas eve that will be kind of my season ender um just because i realized that my december and like january schedule are a lot busier and there was some times where i had to like skip an episode for a week and kind of bring it um this the following week um but when we come back it'll be i have like a lot of ideas and the huge like mind map on one of my walls that's kind of written all these like potential episodes okay. and then it will be more like I want to bring back the bull debate so I'm going to do mm-hmm. like a series of um like interviewing people that are like 8.5 for lifers and like no sting cloth and that and then it's it's kind of like what Steve was doing with the different regions and then you have like a nationals mm-hmm. uh, where you're doing like the theory thing so talking kind of that with the bulls and then it's do more conversational topics and things like oh talk about different rule sets and why the wda rules suck (laughs) Uh, (laughs) but yeah things like that i'm just i'm just looking forward to um hopefully like i don't think it's going to happen at the beginning of the year next year or anything but hopefully at some point we get dodgeball next year so it'll be nice getting more content so like i could talk about women's dodgeball not just something that's happened Mm-hmm. from like 2019 like being able to talk about it more like in depth and as it goes on sort of thing but yeah just more season two returning <laughs> end of january <laughs> love it what, what about, about you drew thanks um so i have three episodes coming up oh. that i want to film uh pretty shortly um two of them involve so a big thing i want to do those traveling since um I tra- so I think you guys all know, but I travel with my girlfriend now. She's a travel nurse. So every three months, we're in a different state. And um, 
So my life's like completely different now, but it's really cool to like, now we have like an extra thing to talk about. So a lot of my podcasts are going to be travel. We just went to Disney um, with uh, John, uh, John Iorio and um, his wife. Um, a lot of people don't know who he is, but he was on our team when we won UDC in 2015. So um, he was the guy that uh, Dave Benedetto was calling John Bellucci. You guys remember that? Or... I remember that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So we're going to have like a recap on like Disney. What's the best parks? We're going to rate like the best drinks in each parks and like the best rides and stuff. So it'll be pretty fun. And then we just went to Denver with uh, a couple of the Ascension guys and their girlfriends. So we're going to kind of do like a Denver recap, like where to go, like if you want to go skiing and stuff like that. And then um, when I was in Montana, I met up with this, well, this guy, this physical therapist would go to the bar all the time. So where I was in Montana, it was a very small town. So it was like, what do you do for fun? You go drink and then you gamble in the bar pretty much. So that's, that's what they do. So I befriended this physical therapist who um, loves football. So we're going to talk football, but then I'm going to, post and dodgeball family like hey i have this guy on um well we're going to talk about injuries how to rehab and things like that and uh we'll see like what response we get from that just to be more interactive with the dodgeball community too but then um kind of talk to him about it and get his like professional opinion but um those are the three that i'm i know for a fact i'm doing and then after that it's just um putting out more content um for this upcoming year because this first year was fun and I really enjoyed it, but now I'm like, I need to put out more. So that's my goal for uh, 2021 is just to put out more content. Nice. Yeah. You got people hooked now, so you done did it, Drew. There's no backing. Yeah. Out. <laughs> I, yeah. I appreciate it. It's, <laughs> mine's more like laid back, but uh, it's so much fun though. Just, and it's kind of like, um, so when you play dodgeball, like, I don't know how you guys feel, but like for me, getting to the top everybody wants to get to the top but like i had like a selfish mindset almost where i was like all right i'm gonna i i want our team to be recognized i want our team to be recognized and like after 10 years of playing we're recognized now but even though we're kind of on our way out but um now for me my whole mindset's kind of changed like i want to not be selfish anymore so like having all these new players or people i don't really talk to come on my podcast and like really get to know them instead of like focusing on myself. I want to focus on other people. And it's kind of cool where we were talking about where's the podcast going to lead. And um, like what Brett was saying, like and when I'm 50, like, am I going to still be doing this? It's kind of like now it's like, all right, well, I'm getting older now. I mean, I'm 31, so I should be in my prime, but uh, your boy's getting thick. <laughs> but, uh, so I'm, uh, I'm, I feel like I'm not on my way out, but I'm not at my prime anymore. So now it's kind of cool to be like, okay, let's talk to the new, these new up and coming kids. Um, people we don't typically talk to um, normally kind of giving them the spotlight. And then who knows when we retire from dodgeball, they could kind of maybe take over the podcast or, um, or who knows what happens. But uh, my whole mentality now is to just not be as selfish. Like I kind of want to get back to the game because it's given me so much and it sounds corny to say, but like, if you look back, it's like, well, I never would have traveled. I would have never met all you guys who I consider friends. So it's like, there's so much it's given me that I, I want to give back. Maybe selfish of me not to give back. So. I totally agree with that. Mm, yep. it, even like in college where I would have never seen as many college campuses as I did if I wasn't traveling for dodgeball. 
and mm-hmm. experiencing all of those nationals, even just going to Grand Valley, which is an hour and a half away from Central, meeting people on that campus that are I'm still very close with now, even people that even retired from dodgeball that I'm very close with. It it really has given me a lot. And I, like you said, I would love to give as much as I can back to the game. Yeah. Not me. I don't want to give him anything. F dodgeball. <laughs> I've received <laughs> nothing. From I've already him. donated. Like, no, just me. Yeah. <laughs> no, what about uh, you and uh, Brett and Miles? What about you guys? Go ahead, the question. Man. I forgot what the like, question was. <laughs> what we have next. Yeah. What you have next. Like what's oh, your. Um, for the future this future um i think it really gets comped down for us is like so like we we talked about the merchandise and like so for these for me he's growing the merchandise side and like just kind of figuring out the company portion of it but the thing is like kind of like what we talked about before like during the april when everything kind of just like stopped we initially stopped like eventually like we started with like the bands we released like i think right before covid like really took a dump and we were really excited about that then the covid happened everything locked down and then we were like on hold for about six seven months and we recently we recently decided to start everything like up with like okay we know there's no dodgeball but we know um dodgeball will be coming back soon we know the buy vaccine is coming up so we figured like start getting people excited about dodgeball again by releasing some products stuff that people will want um at least products that like even if you can't use it for dodgeball you can still use it in your home life you do home workouts or if you do um if you're still going to the gym stuff like that so we wanted to kind of uh, figure out a way to kind of keep people uh, motivated, like staying strong during COVID, despite the situation that we're all in. Um, so I think for us, it's just like keeping the momentum we've generated now, um, especially with like, I think the last what, two months have probably been our most productive in terms of episodes <laughs> um, because we're yeah. not just like pulling episodes out of our butt now. Um, <laughs> yeah. Cause like, especially like when, like we said, like when March hit and like we had a whole list of like episodes we were gonna do, and then we ran out very quickly because we were planning on like doing like um, recaps like here and there, and then like kind of spreading out the episodes we had. But because COVID hit, there no dodgeball, there's nothing to talk about but the episodes we had. So we ran out of episodes very quickly. Um, so now that we kind of got like a little bit more momentum going, so we're gonna try to keep that momentum up, get some more guests on. Um, I think that's really all we we haven't really talked about like what the next few months will look like yet. I think the only other real thing we want to focus on is getting out more content on like social media and really growing our Instagram and our YouTube and being able to post different videos of like, if it's instructional for workouts or if it's, you know, walking through proper throw technique, just some kind of video base where people can tune in and, you know, search something that they want to learn a little bit better. And, um, I, I think that that's really going to be our next Avenue. Uh, we were talking to, um, she, Lauren, was that, that's her name. Um, she was talking about the best of dodgeball. Oh yeah. yeah and Lauren, how, yeah. how they had like their, their TikTok had like 4 million views on one video and Jeez. that's 4 million people seeing dodgeball. So, really focusing on building those platforms up is going to be a big focus for us in 2021. That's awesome. That's, um, that's, that's always been a huge, like just what, not, not what WTF, but just like, so for example, the, the infamous Vince Marchbanks 
clip where he does his behind the back throw and, and hits uh, Tanya Kaiser. Like so many thousands of people have seen that. It's been on YouTube video reacts. It's been on, I think a show on MTV. It's like, how, how come that doesn't equal more dodgeball players? <laughs> like I just, what's right. the missing link here? <laughs> and um, I forgot, I think Edgar Fox suggested or, or out of a conversation we talked about maybe I would never do this because I just couldn't. I'm too old. But like a TikTok that just shows quick clips. <laughs> yeah, we talked about if you can, that. Yeah, if you guys can connect with we that talked about generation. It and uh, who wants to take that like, hit? Though? I don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah, that's the hard part. Like I know I don't. Like I probably do it, but I'm not like entertaining enough for that. Like in person, I'm like I think I'm entertaining. But when it comes to like planning things out, like a TikTok, I'm, I don't have that type of skill set. Yeah, I don't know anything about TikToks either, but. uh what Steve just said would actually be cool if you just, I mean, I don't, I could be talking out of my butt right now. Cause I have no clue about TikToks. I've never <laughs> downloaded it or anything. I've seen yeah. it, but like just have a page of like short, awesome clips of dodgeball. And that could maybe build up some interest on a different social media platform too. Maybe I'll do it, mm -hmm. but uh, we'll see. I don't know how to use that thing. <laughs> Jenny, you, uh, you familiar with TikTok no, at all? <laughs> Jenny, do you know, uh, do you have, do you oh, know how TikTok works? <laughs> um i've never actually used one? it i've done yeah, like cool when kid. so matt levine came and like stayed with us for a little bit and the entire time he was like oh i was up late and i was like why were you up late and he's like just watching tiktok there just you go it's TikTok. Matt. the future is and matt. then and, and then i was like how does the tiktok work <laughs> <laughs> how does it work but yeah i think i think that's cool especially now when something that's a little clip it basically took talks what Vine was, right? A couple of years ago. So well, like yeah. 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 And you can see what people are doing like our oh, how to or like follow me. I know on Instagram, there's a lot of people that are doing like the Instagram TV mm -hmm. um, snippets and stuff like that. So I was like, oh yeah, and I need to probably up my social media, um, which is something that's like mentally hard for me because I'd like I, sure I was into it a lot when I was like a teenager posting about all of my feelings um, <laughs> and then getting older was like posting less and less and then now that I'm trying to do multiple I'm like oh there's so much media content like having to yeah. deal with it um, but yeah that's something that I was like oh I think it'd be cool to do stuff of like while like video like video me also recording and then doing stuff that's like all the insight into like behind the workings of like the podcast. So you get mm -hmm. more of a personal touch, not really just listening to people's voices and not actually seeing what's going on. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I would, I would get into tech normal, but I've, I've just heard stuff about it. That's bad. <laughs> we need a, <laughs> so I'm scared of it. <laughs> we, need, we need Gage, Elijah and Matt Levine to, to get on it. Um, yeah. yeah, I'll just have Matt do all my TikToks. Yeah, here's all of your open invitation. To guys, make hit, make TikTok hit all happen. of us up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, run our pages for us, please. <laughs> hey, that's funny that you bring that up though, because that was uh, one thing that we focused on was trying to trying to get that personal touch. So when we were first firing up, you know, me and Miles were like, "Well, should we record a couple, edit them up, and see what happens?" like no let's let's make the first couple rocky and have it feel like you know our listeners are going through these growing pains with us so that you know they look back and it's like oh yeah i remember when you know miles microphone wasn't working good now you guys knocked <laughs> it out of the park like you guys are finally finally getting it together and you know 
editing's a lot better now and so it it makes you feel like that much more attached to it mm-hmm. um it, so that that conversation was something we had in the beginning of it that we were hoping would get people to latch on a little bit more yeah i remember i think you guys had posted a photo of like your setups and it was like you i think in your living room and you're sitting on like a kitty chair or like oh using, yeah <laughs> using like a kid's chair to hold the microphone so yeah, like, oh, yeah i think people would find it interesting as to like what like like i was like oh it'd be cool to show because i have like a little pod room that i usually and not in tonight but um so like kind of a setup of what it looks like and then mm-hmm. uh alfred and i have been talking about that oh if we get a place i want to make like a proper room and um because obviously i've done architectural design so i was like okay i need to I need to get some acoustic panels set up. Oh, I could create this artwork with the acoustic panels and like make like a proper, like a pod loft sort of thing. Um, but it, it was just funny that I was talking to someone, they're like, what's that? And they're like, oh, I put up this like a special acoustic like uh, blanket <laughs> because you could hear something from the fan in the other room. So it's trying to block it out. And they're like, what's these little things? I'm like, well, you know, times are hard. So I got some freebies of acoustic panels and I just kind of gerrymandered them together. I think like I've had acoustic panels in my Amazon cart for like four months now. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I have them sitting in my office, just chilling there. I, I don't think I need them. That's why they're just hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because oh, man, I'm uh, I'm 37, but in my parents' eyes, I'm like 20, and uh, <laughs> so they were super excited about um, the house I just bought and. I'm just going to admit this right now. Like I wanted at least three bedrooms because one bedroom is just going to be a recording studio because I'm just so lazy. I don't want to put uh, build this up and take it down. And my mom came in. Um, I'm showing her the, the, the tour. And she's like, no no guest room for your mother? I'm like, um, <laughs> sorry, mom. And I like I hadn't shown her the studio yet. And I was like, here's what would have been the guest room. And I'm um, like, this is why you don't have grandkids, mom. Sorry. But um, <laughs> so I totally hear you, Jenny, about, you know, trying to focus on the acoustics, you know, what really matters, like priorities when you have your own space. So, exactly. yeah, that that's what we, we did, too. You know, we had we bought a house. It was three bedrooms, but one of them had to be an office. You just decided, so like, which one is going to be the, the office? We, we ended up just building another bedroom in the basement nice. and transforming the one I'm in now into an office, which actually worked out with you know, the, the kids having remote school and stuff like that. So it, it wasn't only podcasting, but it was heavily influenced by podcasting. It was the main driver. <laughs> nice. but I can't wait to move out of my room in my parents' house to like an apartment. So I have like the space to podcast. And right now, well, for like the first nine months of our podcast, I was doing it on the nightstand and I had no office share, but you can't put your legs underneath the nightstand. So I'm just like hovering <laughs> over this nightstand. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and like if I had to sit back, I would like say stuff, but I'll be like back here and you can't hear anything. And I'm like, oh, great. I forgot. I have to lean forward to talk. <laughs> that explains why you come in and out sometimes in the earlier ones, I yep. think. Okay. Yep. It was all, I would just like lean back, listening because I forget my headphones were on. And then like, I'll just talk and then like, Right, I said stuff. You guys didn't hear a single <laughs> word of that, and then I just have to lean all the way forward because I could never get comfortable. Cause leaning over that nightstand like hurt my back. I'm like, okay, this is uncomfortable, so I'm gonna get comfortable. And then like I would lean over, and I'm like, okay, cool. And then the microphone is like by my feet, and I'm like, great, start over. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite is when when I catch myself doing it when you know we're talking about technical stuff like working out or something, and I'm back here 
doing this like to myself and nobody's even in the room but i'm trying to communicate it to miles who can't even see me i'm like oh man i'm i'm acting it out for nobody and <laughs> i'm far away from my mic so you can't hear it let me try again you're doing it for yourself brett and that's yeah. all that matters just getting the character yeah exactly it helps me explain it <laughs> yeah I've, I've done it before where i was like because uh, there was a little bit um obviously when you're saying like struggling like uh when you're doing your first couple of episodes i was really struggling to try and get the correct quality of sound so there were some episodes where i was editing it and as i was editing it i was just like so upset with myself because i'm i'm like i'm a perfectionist it needs to sound perfect <laughs> um and you're like oh what's this background noise and then i realize it's me and then when i was like oh i could just mute myself and then you yeah. will be able to hear the background <laughs> noise. But then, but then it was the whole, I need to remember to unmute myself. <laughs> it's an extra step. Yeah. Like Cause I'm like, entire oh, conversation. You to some of the, the like original recordings you hear where it's every once in a while, they're like, Oh, sorry. I forgot to <laughs> mute myself. Oh, where okay. were we? <laughs> that reminds me. Like, I remember, I think it was like the first two months. Like remember when my hearing aids broke, uh, Brett and yeah. I had to like and my actually my headphones broke and my hearing aids broke it on top of that. So I I remember I had to use my parents' computer and I turned the computer all the way up and I'm just sitting there next to the computer just like listening to the speaker and I'm like I'm barely getting any audio. So there'd be times where I wouldn't <laughs> see anything. So I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. I remember you said <laughs> that you're like, my head is against the laptop right now and I'm gonna need you to talk a little louder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, was, it was a rough like two weeks before I got those headphones back. I'm like, oh my god, it's terrible. <laughs> I got a question for you guys. So when you have a guest on your podcast, do you guys give them like a, a breakdown of what's going to happen or do you prep them at all? Or do you just say, show up at this time and we're going to do this thing? Sure. You go first. Steve, you go first. <laughs> uh, go ahead, Steve. Drew is the only one that didn't front. Dang it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it depends on the person. Um, Generally, yeah. I mean, I think of my last interview um, with Tina, we had been talking about it for a while. Obviously, I know her in person, so that was easy. Um, but I did send her a Google Doc of the questions. Uh, Brad, I think I did this with you, maybe. Yeah, just as that was a little bit of a culture shock for me, where it was like <laughs> all listed out, and I was like, "Oh, okay, yep. people do this." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'll I'll reach out to them like, "Hey, you know, wanted to have you on this time potentially." Um, usually have episodes like a couple weeks planned out. Um, if somebody reaches out to me asking to be on the podcast, I'll front load them because, um, I have like this, this like wish list that I have that I'm just going to check off, but that's based on, on me. So, um, usually when people reach out, they're, they're way less, um, I don't want to say they're, they're less nervous, but, um, the doc helps. Um, I'll, I'll shoot some questions like, Hey, just so you know, I'm going to ask you about this. Um, I say we, we pick a good time. Um, for me, I've realized my best times are Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. That way, if it's a recap, I can launch it on Wednesday. If it's an interview, I'll launch it on Friday. Um, I think the, the biggest thing is um, when I talk to them, just talk offline for a little bit. Be like, hey, is there anything you don't want to cover? Is there anything that, you know, if the conversation goes this one way, we can take it back? Um, and just reassure them. Like, if you, guys, if you say something, or first of all, if you cuss, I can bleep it out, so don't worry. Um, if you find yourself in the middle of a question, you don't know how to answer it. I can just, we can just call cut and time out and we can redo it. And, um, I would almost say like 10 out of 10 times, everyone says, wow, that was a lot easier than I thought. 
And it's like, yeah, of course, because we're talking about dodgeball. Like it's it's like <laughs> the easiest thing in the world for us to talk about. So short of the Google Doc and just picking a time, that's usually um, the hardest part, especially dealing with, with different time zones. Um, mm-hmm. I have no idea how Sergio pulls this off with the international scene. Yeah. Um, it took me, I think, three or four times to get Henry Skinner on from, from the UK. A lot of misses there. but um, Babe. What's that? <laughs> I said, he's babe. We played at university oh, so together. <clears throat> yeah, it's like, okay, if I'm, if I'm up at 3, uh, that'll be 8 a.m. for you. Um, I think I can make that happen. I'll just drink a lot of coffee. and. <laughs> but yeah. the, the Google Doc helps a lot. Um, yeah, long, long-winded answer there for you. What about you guys, Drew? Um, yeah, I'll always like, like, be like, hey, I'm going to ask you these questions. Are you okay with it? Because like, my thing, too, is especially in this time, like, I don't want to say something that might offend like someone, even if it's like, it's always going to be accidental, but like, say if I ask them something, they're like, Oh, I'm not comfortable asking that question or whatever. So I always like send them my questions beforehand. And then also to a lot, like when I was younger in the dodgeball scene, I was single. So like, I have a lot of stories with like a lot of the uh, guy or girl. dodgeballers, <laughs> like, where it was like, Hey, do you want to talk about this in front of everybody? <laughs> it's like, if it was like a crazy party time, it's like, yeah, I'm down to talk to it. Or they'll like respond back and be like, hey, uh, nah, let's not, let's not say that publicly. So, I'm like, All right, cool. so I always do that. Just me personally. I'm like, okay. Cause I was kind of crazy back in the day, but, um, I'm a, I'm a grown up now. So I've, I've mellowed out a lot. So. But I always like I'll always like send them the questions though too, just so they're prepared though too. So I'm not surprising anybody with something. So um, I think it's a great idea. I think Steve, I think you told me to. I think you were you were one of the first people to be like, hey, send me a question. Or it might have even been like um, triple in one of my first episodes, being like, hey, what are we going over? Like I don't even know what we're talking about. So I was like, oh, I'll send you some questions or whatever. But um, yeah, I always do that. What about you, Jenny? Yeah, I'm definitely um, a preparer. So, like, even before this, I wrote my notes. To... <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, remember to say this stuff. Um, but yeah, I'll I'll kind of do. I kind of took it from like what Steve when we had done our interview before, and I saw that he'd sent like a a Google Doc, and I feel like there's a lot of stuff going on in my brain that I need to get down, else I'll like not <laughs> say stuff. So that's i'll kind of do an outline and it will be more like bullet points and there'll be some questions and then um so majority of my episodes are actually already written out um and then i'll send it to like if i'm having a conversation with someone um like with some of the ncda girls for example i sent it to them and i was like is there any stuff that you want to talk about in particular and then they'll add into the group like into the google doc and then there's also stuff where they're like, please do not mention this. I have no interest in talking about this. I'm like, okay, just delete. <laughs> <laughs> we will not talk about this. And then it'll be like, so it's it's more trying to make a more of a conversation. So it's like we're working on it together mm-hmm. um, sort of thing. So that's how I kind of go about it. So everyone that I've kind of featured on the podcast is within like a week or so in advance has already seen the like outline and tried to work on it like yeah i'm always prepared 
you guys are way more structured than us. <laughs> yeah, that's your, what do you guys oh, do? Yeah. I mean, we did start off like kind of what you guys did, and then like I think that last like what two episodes yeah. max, and then we're like, this doesn't work for us. Like we're we don't like just structuring it out, and we just kind of I don't want to say free ball it, but it's yeah, and, we do. and I think I think it works out for us because the way we structure our topics it's it's more of a broad overview and then we find rabbit holes and i guess we kind of just hope and pray that you know people find the same things that we find interesting actually interesting because you know we'll we'll pull on a thread and we'll go really hard after it for a little while and then we're like all right maybe we should you know bring this around full circle or i hope that was interesting for everybody but uh we're we're here now <laughs> yeah yeah, like I remember Steve when you were on our um our podcast, you were very I don't want to say uncomfortable, but you were just like kind of thrown off because we didn't ha- ask you any questions like beforehand because we just told you to show up and then you were just like I'm waiting for something, but you don't know. What <laughs> yeah, no, that was uh for some reason I was expecting like a an idea just because I don't I don't particularly find myself that interesting. Um, so when I told you like I had to take off the the podcast host hat and just like kind of just mm-hmm. sit there and be like all right let's see where this goes um it's funny because when you guys when i listened to it i was like oh my god i telling stories like you guys asked me like where ball state came from and i went deep but i also skipped so yeah. many things and i was like i hope somebody was able to make some coherence with that <laughs> but i mean it was fun like i it, the time I mean, flew by and that's it, good it, it's a very fine line i feel because you get very authentic answers you're able to, you know, take kind of those side routes and dive into some other things that maybe you didn't think you were going to get into. But also, like you said, like there, there are times when there will be stuff that gets left out or like things that like, ah, man, we just ended, but I wish I would have brought this up. That's where you know I have started to do like bullet points, like make sure I cover this, this, and this, but I don't usually share it with a guest or even with miles. Usually I just kind of, let them flow in wherever they can. So if there's like a natural transition, it's like, Oh, good time to bring this up. Or we've already started down this rabbit hole. Let's just take it even deeper and talk about this too. So I've, uh, I've adjusted that too. I feel like if you come up good, Oh, go ahead. (laughs) Oh, I was just gonna say, I was going to say, um, what? We got a room full of hosts. Here. I'm walking away from the way, right? Guys, I will go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll just I'll just make it real quick. So, uh, what I was just say was like with when you come up like I feel like when you come up with like notes, especially like you tell them ahead of time with the notes, they have time to prepare the answer. So it's not like it's kind of like a rehearsed mm-hmm. answer in a way where like it's exactly what they want to give, but not as authentic. Like when you ask someone they were thrown off, it's more of a real answer versus like. Oh, I'm gonna prepare this speech for this question, even though it's, it may come to the perfect answer. And like for some questions, I feel like it's more valid to have. But at the same time, it's kind of like you prepared for it, so you know exactly how you're gonna answer versus like being slightly caught off guard and then kind of just answering from the heart. Yeah, sometimes sense. the nervous stammering kind of brings up other good topics and other things that we really yep. want to dive into. <laughs> yep, I agree with that 100. But it's cool though too because it also makes our podcast different though too, where I we all have like our little niche where we have our like we can all see it with our podcast already but like even you bringing that up too where it's like all right yours might be a little bit more authentic where we almost have like guests coming on that are going to have i wouldn't say scripted but they've 
prepared. They're going to think about, okay, what am I going to say? But then you guys are kind of just off the cuff, which is cool. So I respect I, I think, I think we have an advantage too with like that authenticity is because we don't have video. I think people kind of forget that they're being recorded and kind of, you know, lose that wall a lot faster. So, you know, when, when we get done, a lot of times guests are like, Oh, but we're done. That, that was easy. Like, I, I feel like the camera puts a little bit more of a nerve into people. And when we're recording without video, it's just like, we're talking on the phone. We're just buddies chatting it up and like talking about things we like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's much easier. Yeah. You're looking at darkness yeah. in a name. Yeah, darkness. <laughs> what, what's that? The beginning of the Lego Batman movie where it's like, oh, all, all good movies start with black, blackness. <laughs> but um, yeah, there's something. It's kind of hard because it's always been drilled into me. Like, for those that may know anything about architecture or studying architecture, part of your thing is that when you're done with like a design project, um, you have these things called crits which is you put up all your work and then you have like 15 minutes to basically tell your whole story of like what your design is. And then they spend half an hour criticizing it. So I'm so used to like all that. So intense of like, okay, I have to make sure I say everything that like relates to my project and make sure. So then they're not like, Oh, you didn't say this. You didn't say this. And that's why sometimes like if I have more conversational topics, I'll do kind of what you guys do where I'll I'll give myself more of an outline and then just so I remember to hit points, but I won't necessarily share it with someone else. But then if it's, oh, I actually want to talk with someone about this. I'm like, okay, I need to make sure that I have this. So later people are criticizing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, you missed such and such. (laughs) See, this has been like my life though. But if you go back to like college and like group projects, I was always the guy that was like, yeah, whatever. I'll talk like, like, oh, do you want to like take notes? Like, no, just put the PowerPoint up there and I'll talk about something. So I've always been like (laughs) very off the cuff and like been able to dive into other conversations. So this is really just like home base for me. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Did anybody, did anybody ever drink in college before a speech? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no no comment. I, I think one of us might have class i would do it at 6 a.m wake up early just to get that liquid confidence oh man <laughs> majority of the time the i wouldn't have slept in like five days so i'd just be like stay awake stay alert <laughs> like i remember one time i hadn't slept uh i think it was probably like four days in a row i probably had two hours sleep where i was like sleeping underneath the library like 24-hour library computer me and my friend would rotate out for like half an hour breaks and then i remember one time i was giving a um a crit and then i like started hallucinating that there were flies so as i was talking i was like this building oh god there's something there oh this building is (laughs) i'm like i don't want that stress in my life Man, I was never that stressed in college. I did. Um, my buddies used to go get uh, pizza at a Peter Piper pizza place near one of the campuses um, when I was in junior college, and we had a geology test. And I already pretty much gave up on myself and geology. Um, <laughs> rocks are just so exciting, which ironically they're exciting now. But back then I was like, whatever. And um, we all decided to get a picture because it's noon and we're 21. So I um, 
think I got like a B plus after that test. I was like, wow, this is the best I've ever done. And I was just like <laughs> way too much confidence. This but might I, be a new thing. <laughs> I, it could have been, but I'm, I'm glad I didn't because uh, I might have just been completely lucky. But um, yeah, I, that's the only time I, I got ever... through college, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of. It works once, it'll work again. Yeah, I should have. Uh, maybe I could have come out with an actual like engineering degree instead of uh, public. What did I get? Public management. I don't know. I just got a degree just because that's what the that's what the military wants. It's like here is degree, make me officer, and then that's all. So yeah, I was gonna say you kind of get like a uh, what do you call it? Like a sh- not shortcut, but you get like a higher rank. Fast track. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fast track. That's it. I for some reason we still live in the archaic days where only an educated person can be an officer, which is bogus because there's a lot of enlisted folks that have master's degrees. Um, I have one specialist that has a PhD and that kid is super smart, but, um, for some reason, yeah, still got a degree equals commission for whatever reason. Hmm. Yeah. Little tidbit there. Um, <laughs> so who's got the next question? Cause I have something that well, I have two things I wanted to ask before, um, this wraps up. Before you forget about it. Well, I have it written down <laughs> on my digital notes and my written. So, but I don't know if we want to go there yet or if. Uh... Let's go there. Let's go there. Okay. Yeah, so, why not? So, you know me, I like to go dark for a little bit. Um, <laughs> we'll start with, uh, with Brett because you guys are the longest running. Um, was there ever a moment when you guys thought, okay, maybe this isn't the right thing for us to do? We're just going to, not not so much quit but did you ever have like a, a moment of doubt whether it was like a couple seconds or like hey is this really something you want to pursue I well for me I mean for me it was like the first like two months because <laughs> I was still like half on board with it I'm like this isn't gonna last because like it was just the way that the whole situation like set up like if you've heard the story of how we started Brett DM'd me and I was just like I guess because I had no reason to say no and then <laughs> Um, I was still kind of like, this probably isn't going to take off. No one's going to like it. And then it just, like, like I said, like the first like month, month and a half, it was just kind of like, I don't think it's going to go anywhere. But then once it started kicking off, I didn't really have any doubts since. The only thing that I, I really made sure of going into it was that, you know, whether it's super successful or whether we get five downloads all year is that, you know, it's something that I enjoy doing and I really wanted to commit to that year and see what happened with it. So throughout this year, yeah, there's been times where it's been, you know, inconvenient to record at nine 30 at night, or it's been, it's been hard to come up with an episode or the next topic or what have you, but there was never really a time where I thought, yeah, you know, maybe it's, it's time that we take a break or there, there was never really that thought because I've said it in several episodes, like, yes, I do it for dodgeball people, but I also do it for myself and my family. They probably enjoy that. I get a lot of my talking out somewhere else instead of just <laughs> to them. Nice. So <laughs> it's, it's really something I enjoy doing and picking something like dodgeball and fitness that are two very big passions of mine. You know, I can sit here and talk about these things for hours and hours and hours and not get bored. Even when I have somebody that reaches out to me about, you know, fitness or nutrition, or I, I always have to warn them up front be like, all right, do you want to hear the cliff notes or do you want me to go deep into this? Because 
I will not get bored talking about this. No matter how surface level you think the question is, I will keep going. <laughs> yeah. So like, mm-hmm. that that's really what fueled the the year commitment at first. And now that we have picked up steam, it's only made me more motivated. Exactly. Like it's nice having Brett there because like kind of the same thing, like when we especially fitness where you have to kind of dumb thing down for people. It's nice not having to dumb things down. I mean, I still kept myself dumbing things down, especially <laughs> after the um the last episode when I realized, like, oh, my God, I have to go back yeah. to college in order to understand what he's talking about. Um, but, like, it was, <laughs> it was, like, it's nice having someone to talk to, especially, like, if they know what they're talking about, getting really into it, and then find someone that actually enjoys it versus, like, someone that wants to know a question but doesn't really want to know, like, they want to find the easy way to do it versus, like, all the science versus knowing exactly what to do with it. Yeah, it's very hard for me to hold back. Like if my girlfriend will ask me a question, I'll give her like the first two sentences and she'll be like, All right, I'm done. And it like physically hurts me <laughs> to not keep going. Like I, I I wanna tell you so much more. I wanna tell you why. And she's like, Nope, I'm done. All right, bye. <laughs> like, <"Ugh." laughs> oh my god, it's funny. What about uh what about you, Jenny? Have you had that moment yet? Um it's hard because part of my struggles like with doing my podcast is that um so i kind of do it obviously doing it by myself but also because it's like a woman's led one and then a lot of it's about women's dodgeball so at first it was like oh i really want to do this and try and help promote it but there's always that thought of like oh well, what are people going to be like well this is the women's podcast like we're not going to listen to it because obviously whilst I've been playing I've had stuff where it's like people talk about co-ed or they talk about women's and they're kind of like well it's the women's division nobody cares about it sort of thing so it was when I started doing the podcast and like getting it together I was kind of having like oh I don't know if people will listen to it that's something I'm worried about and then in the end I kind of gave myself a pep talk and I'm like you're doing this to like help women's if people don't listen to it like screw them they're missing Mm -hmm. out and kind of being like well I'm gonna release this I'm gonna make them listen to it (laughs) so there there has been like some moments where it'll be um like I've done like five episodes and then I'll kind of have like a lull moment um of being like okay I just have to remind myself like why I'm doing this and then like push forward in that sense um so it's like it's different challenges um, I have the motivation to do it and I, I have so many ideas of things that I want to talk about that's not just like interviewing or that kind of thing. But it's it's also, it's hard finding like the right people to talk to about it. And that's something where I'll kind of sit on an episode because I'm scared to reach out to somebody. Um, and then that's been something where I'm like, okay, you just need to get better. You need to get better at just <laughs> being like, hey, you are coming on my podcast to talk about this. Um, Never be scared, Jenny. You never yeah. know who's going to say yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just, just slide in them DMs and you can regret it later once you hit send. But once you hit send, you're you're fine. Yeah. yeah. And and that's something that after like at first, because I obviously there's a lot of people that I really admire and I look up to. And I'm like, oh, I'm trying my hardest not to fangirl really hard and then try and be more serious about it. And then yeah. it's like seeing the response like would you be interested in doing this and they're like oh yeah yeah i've been interested like i've listened to your podcast like i find it really exciting and then actually recording it like uh brenda kramer i think we were talking for like four and a half hours 
Ooh. and like that wasn't the whole podcast that was just like us talking afterwards and then and then afterwards I was like oh this makes me feel really good like talking to people and learning more and getting more experiences and then it just kind of drives you to mm-hmm. do the next ones um which is why something that even though I'm taking a break for like the end of the season and the holidays and whatnot is that even though I'm taking a break from releasing episodes I'm gonna do like a backlog of recording so I have like some lined up so when I come back then it's then I can just continually do it and then if I want to take a break then I can have like a couple of weeks off of just being like okay I can chill for a little bit and (laughs) have these backup ones that will play yeah that's that's kind of been it's it's just been daunting because I feel like there's a different kind of pressure on me if that makes sense Mm -hmm. Uh, Jenny I think you picked you picked one of the the smaller groups to first get a hold of, but I think you picked a group that will latch on a lot harder and you won't have, you won't have as many casual listeners. You're going to have people that are all in and mm-hmm. you have a lot of growth potential within the sport. I mean, it once, once it gets to be more of a 50, a 50 type sport, you're still going to have those people that are like, gripped onto you and are going to do nothing but promote you so once women's dodgeball does start to pick up a little bit more steam not that it hasn't because it has but you are going to have so many people that are advocating for you specifically they'll be like oh yeah there's these other cool dodgeball podcasts (laughs) but but this is ours you know what i'm saying yeah and thank you for saying that (laughs) (laughs) of course (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but th- that's why it's something that like I do want to make sure that on some of the topics that are released it's not just about women's because I'm trying to get more people into it um like I think Andrew Ketchum actually has messaged me a couple times and he's like oh I love listening to your podcasts and I'm like oh I'm so glad that men are listening to like the women's <laughs> one as well as some of the other topics so that's that's why I'm getting Alfred into because I know that he wants to um release more about like sports medicine so it's kind of like trying to get different topics there, get different audiences. And then people will be like, okay, there's intriguing conversations kind of going on here. But that's what I kind of hope for is that when dodgeball kind of blows up a bit more and especially the women's scene, then it's mm-hmm. like, you kind of do have more of like a go-to of like, okay, this is, because you see that with a lot of women's sports in general, where they're like, oh, this is the podcast that you listen to for like yeah. women's coverage. And that's one of the things like with soccer and football and that sort of thing. Yeah, you've established that authority in the space. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Sure. (laughs) I will say, like, I remember when you first started um, releasing episodes, I was like, okay, I'm going to support Jenny. Like, she's my friend. I'm going to listen to her podcast. Like, I didn't really have put that much thought into, like, listening to it. And then as I, like, as you were releasing more and more episodes, like, it made me realize, like, how little I know about the women's, like, division, like, women's dodgeball as a whole. And I was like, huh like i didn't even realize it until just now when you started mentioning and i was like i actually learned quite a bit about women's dodgeball and like not only the people that you've had on as guests like i know a handful of them but also just like at the women's as a whole because like from coming from the north we're very deprived of women as a whole um (laughs) so like when it comes to like meeting women like all my women such a a statement (laughs) (laughs) so sad it's so sad um (laughs) 
but um, Fenders dry up there, bro. Yeah, yeah, it, it's rough. It's, it's cold it's, in winter. Nobody comes here. That's the soundbite of the year, right there. Yeah, it is. Right? Oh man, but like all all my experience when it comes to like women's dodgeball comes from other regions. So like whenever I travel, like when I played in the East briefly, um, when I went out the West Coast for a tournament, um, so like all those or even nationals, like all that comes from like different regions. So it's very like limited scope and what type of exposure i get so like i feel like for people or at least guys like either from the north or like similar situations where there aren't a lot of women's dodgeball teams or just women dodgeball in general you learn different perspectives and it kind of just opens your eyes to the other side of the sport yeah well i was gonna say too um this is just my opinion but um me and jenny kind of talked about it before but um i think especially how the world's going too like how we're getting more progressive and, and things like that i think the way to make dodgeball because we've always been like there but like you got like darts on at 1 a.m and it's like why is dodgeball not on espn <laughs> even if it's like 3 a.m in the morning you know what i mean you got darts on you got like cornhole that was the one i saw yeah, you I was got like, cornhole what? on now <laughs> yep but i think the way we really push it is co-ed i, I truly believe co-ed would be the way if we really promoted it more people would be like, wow, like this is a sport where men and women play and they all have either specific roles or like the women are better than the men on this team or the men are better than the women on this team. It just depends. Or like that woman's like, okay, she's like the catcher on the team. Like she's a beast or she's got a cannon. She's like one of the corners or whatever. But I think if we really push that, I think dodgeball would become a bigger sport quicker but then I, I think, Jenny, you're kind of underselling yourself a little bit, too, where it's like you are by you doing this, you're you have this podcast that has a voice for for the women of dodgeball. Like it's a huge thing. And um, uh, not to make you feel trapped, but you got to do it now because uh, because uh, you have this voice and it's and it's awesome. And then down the line, like you're going to be the pioneer of women's dodgeball in a way of you playing, but of you also having that voice though too. So it's really cool to see. And um, it's awesome that you took this, this big, like, I guess like not, I won't even say risk, but like this chance of just being like, Hey, I just want to promote. I want to be the voice of, of women's dodgeball. And it's cool. Like you can already see it where not only women are uh, messaging you, but uh, men too. And they're like, Hey, we're so supportive of you and things like that. So I think it's very admirable of you. And, um, uh, keep doing it. I think you're crushing it. I want to say you're, you're trapped, so there is no turning back now. That's why. That's a nicer way to say it. Rude talking, by the way. What, uh, Drew? Have you had a? I mean, I know you're 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 new and you're kind of overcoming just uh, moving and being mobile. But um, have you had that moment of doubt at all? I think the only thing that's frustrating me right now is just the technology part of it. Like I'm so dumb when it comes to that stuff. I, like I don't even know how to do TikTok. So, uh, <laughs> but, um, but doing like actually coming out with stuff, like I, I love doing it. I think my biggest thing is just putting out more material now. But I think everybody, when they first start, like, it's kind of like, Oh, I'll get to it when I get to it. But I'm kind of like that some days, but then other days, like I just want to put out like three episodes but it's also just um, for me too. Like I'm on like a crossroads though too. So sports was my whole life. Now I'm getting to a point where I'm like, especially with COVID going on, I'm like, I need new hobbies. I need something to like 
like really like make me interested in certain things. So like this podcast has been awesome. Um, I love listening to your guys' podcast too, but um, just getting to know the people that I've played against uh, for so long, just getting to know them more in depth, how they started, uh, what they do on their free time. And um, just to get them, know them more as friends. Like it's, it's been such a fun time that my biggest thing is it's not doubt anymore. Like really, it was never really doubt, but now it's like, I just want to do more. So that's my biggest mindset. So nice. The reason why I asked that of you guys is because there's, uh, I'm not going to air them cause I know they're still talking about it, but there's a couple people that reached out to me that want to start something. Um, and we'll probably see that in the coming months, but for every one person that actually reached out, I'm sure there's people, there's what, 4,000 people in the dodgeball family, like for people that want to start something, anything, um, it's not gonna be easy and it's hard throwing yourself out there. Um, let alone, you know, trying to brand yourself and taking that risk. But it's, uh, I think all of us can attest that just do it and, and stick through it. And it gets easier over time, especially once you start getting feedback from people. So I know I said, I'll preface this with, we'll, we'll go dark real quick, but I, I do that for <laughs> a reason to, to nudge anybody else that might be, you know, sitting, um, thinking about something that they want to do. They just don't have that little push. So, uh, there it is. I will say, Drew, that bringing up like some weeks you want to put out like three episodes, we definitely felt that. And I think it really helped us that we, we decided on a day and like this, we are not going to waver from this day. Thursday is our day. And no matter what, we're putting on an episode on that day. Maybe we'll have a short snippet or something to do like a little bonus episode, but no matter what people know it's Thursday, there's going to be a new ball out episode coming out and just sticking to that commitment really helped us out. Definitely. Yeah. I think that's my biggest thing too, is I need to commit more on a, on a certain day though. So that's my biggest thing. So I actually had a question for you guys. Um, so like how, if you thought about all your experiences and like trying to go through all the struggles that you had, like how would you actually improve your podcast? Like Brett, do you want to go first? Uh, yeah, I, I guess I'll go first. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm making you go first. It's decided. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I think I like what we're doing, but I don't know what a lot of listeners like. If you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I would love to hear like what you guys like that we do and what you guys are just kind of like, eh, that we do. It's because I know that, you know, I enjoy talking about the very technical stuff where I don't know if everybody's into that. Some people just want to be like, all right, well, how do we throw harder? Okay, well, what does that mean? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, sometimes we do get into the weeds, like Miles said, because we have the opportunity to talk to somebody that does have a more extensive exercise, nutrition, and you know, health background. So sometimes we get really excited about those things that people might just be like, okay, are you guys going to move on or what? So... so i think that that's something that maybe we can work on is you know i don't know people can shoot us a message or something you know if sometimes we get too far into the weeds let us know and if it's something that you know 98 percent of people want us to just stay surface level and not get too deep into it that that's i don't know i i like what we do i hope everybody else likes what we do so that that's what i got for you yeah, I'm going to bounce off on top of that, too. Um, 
Like, I can't think of how we can improve if we don't get feedback. I feel like, like, what all cop podcasts come down to is feedback from your listeners and then just going off of that. Like, you don't want to take everything they say at, like, 100% and follow them because then that just ruins your own product. But at the same time is, like, if no one's listening to it and it's, like, a valid concern, like, it's hard to not do it. So, like, for us, like, we try to get a lot of people to get feedback. Like, I know, Steve, like, almost every single one of your posts – and I think Jenny, you too, like whenever you guys make posts about your episodes, you get a lot of feedback, a lot of questions about it. For us, we don't really get that many unless it's like a very specific guest pops up. Um, so I think it really comes down to like what people want to hear, what people like to hear, and then like what they really don't want to do. And we don't want to make sure we don't <laughs> do what they don't want us to do. Yeah. Is it bad to call out our listeners? For... <laughs> oh no let's say i think they like, expect us to do it you guys yeah no i i think that you know because sometimes we do get technical i don't want people to think that they're asking dumb questions because if you have that question somebody else probably has that question and i i hope people don't feel like it's like oh well they're gonna make fun of me in the comments if i ask you know what is a carb or something along those lines so all of our listeners or people that are listening to this on other platforms, just ask questions. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. Just ask the <laughs> questions and uh, let us know what, what you like, what you don't like. That's a cute cat, first of all. Secondly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a, they just down to me. Maybe people are, are, are embarrassed to, to ask a question, just be given the nature of the podcast and being fit and diet and fearing um, adding themselves as being unhealthy mm-hmm. or, you know, I guess ignorant for lack of better words. Maybe that could be why sometimes it's kind of hard to get that. I didn't, I never thought about that. Yeah. yeah I mean, we have it, had a couple of people privately message us the questions and we haven't had any of recently, but we have had one or two questions go privately and we usually get that as an option as well. So yeah. I, I'll give you guys an example of when I fell back. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, we always offer that as an option. And I know uh, it's more people that, you know, I feel a closer relationship with that aren't afraid to ask those things. And, you know, I'll, I will willingly tell people, like, reach out to me directly if you don't want to be seen on Fallout stuff. And there are times where I take those questions. I'm going to call Kevin Bailey out here, even though he, he likes to text me these things. <laughs> <laughs> privately i'm gonna call him out because there's been times where he has texted me and it's spurred an episode so i never called out his name on the episode but i'm gonna call him out here so the, there's we can leave names out it's not like we we a lot of times when people ask questions for a specific person we will use their name because we want to highlight our listeners that do reach out with those things but if you don't want your name attached to it that's completely fine but I know that there's more people out there that want that answer as well. Yeah, it's like uh, that one kid in the class who finally asked a question, but there's like 10 people that were like, oh, thank God. She just right asked that question. question. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> 100%. Yeah, and I think there's something you said that, especially because you're doing something that's health and fitness, is I know Miles kind of touched on it, but it's that kind of thing where not a lot of people are comfortable with admitting as to like where they are because they're not mm-hmm. happy with where they are so sometimes like they want to know this information but they're like i don't want to post anything i don't want to say anything i'll just wait and see if something comes out and that's that's something that's like hard with like that sort of topic it's yeah, just kind yeah. of like, I think... getting people to push past it and being like it's okay to not be in shape like yeah. it's okay everybody starts sort of somewhere 
Yeah. Yeah, like I feel like that's how like the dodgeball fit to win page did so well because there was a lot of people that felt the same way. So whenever I think whoever the first book, I think it was Dom to be honest. Like when Dom made that first post, he had like a couple months back about um like where he's struggling, like his goal is to get better. Um people a lot of people reached out to him, a lot of people reached out or just like posted on um the page. And then it kind of went dry for a couple months and then Dom posted again. And then a lot of people got really hyped up again for fitness with COVID. So like, I feel like that page was really good for that type of people where like, if they don't feel confident of themselves or whatever their situation is, they know they're not alone because there's a whole bunch of groups of people there. But I think for like me and Brett, like we know what we're doing and like, we know how to kind of like get out of that situation where some people, they have no idea what they're doing. And they mm -hmm. don't, I guess, I think most, I think it comes down to a lot of people don't, like not knowing so they'd rather not do anything to get to <laughs> yeah. I I they don't want to know hole. that they, they don't know <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and i i will say that you know going through a fitness journey and everything it, there is a lot of pitfalls and mm -hmm. i have purposely treated my body like a test subject and have done a lot of things and there's a lot of things that do fail so a lot of my story is that I've failed a bunch of times at different things so that you don't have to. And like, I, I like to put myself in those situations. Um, like when I talked about like the keto diet or when I talked about, you know, I, I trained myself for a bodybuilding show. Like I did those things to show people that there, there is resources out there or there are resources grammar. There are resources <laughs> out there for you to do your own research. But also a lot of people have done these things. And if you can reach out to them and save yourself a couple of months or even years in your fitness journey, why not? I, there's, there's no reason to not try to take that advantage if you have it. That's a, yeah. that's a good point. Like you could just take some shortcuts that like, oh, thinking pathfinder. Be careful with the word shortcut. Cause yeah. I was like, no, 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 start. It's not the right word. You can, you can spare <laughs> yeah, people a lot avoid. of pain. <laughs> there you go. You can avoid some of the, the hard obstacles or um, pitfalls. But I was going to yeah. say, Brett, because of our conversation and because I know that you like Jocko Willink, every time I thought about posting a question, <laughs> and I just got to get Jocko? over this. Yeah, I got to get over this because every time I'd post a question, I'm like, you know what the answer is? Um, hey, Brett, like, how do I, you know, improve my sleep or how do I improve my diet discipline or how do I, you know, get better at going to the gym? Well, Brett through Jocko would say, just go to the gym. So I'm like, I know the answer. Sometimes the answer, yeah. wow, Miles, I about echoed you. <laughs> at the same time. Oh, man. But kind of going back to the original question, Drew, what do you think? Like, how do you think you could improve? My biggest thing for improvement is I can already see like when I'm talking on my podcast, somebody will say something and then I'll say a response and then I'll kind of repeat what I just said. And that annoys me. Like when <laughs> I listen back on it, I'm like, I just said the same thing twice. So it would cut down on a lot of time if I learned how to not do that. And I'm probably, I probably did it in this too, but uh, it's all good. But um, one, two things. Well, um, yeah, two things I do enjoy with my podcast right off the bat that I'm seeing is if I have multiple people on, we don't really get in depth on like them personally, but we'll talk about our topics and get in depth in that. But then if I have like just one person on, I love like hearing their story, how they started in dodgeball, mm -hmm. um, 
what they've done, like their accomplishments. Like I love like really getting questions about them. And it, and it goes again with like me trying to like not be selfish in the game anymore, really learning like the people I've grown to know as friends to get to know them a little bit more personally. So I enjoy doing that a lot. I just did one with Justin uh, Bosch or Bosch. We still, we still, uh, how do you not know <laughs> how to say his last name? Dude, I, I'm, I'm weird out. I still say, uh, what's his name? Thanos, Thanos. Yeah, I still I still mess up his name too. So uh if I ever say your name wrong, it's just me. It's not you. But uh <laughs> but uh I love Justin, he knows. Um but uh even getting to talk to him more about like how he started and stuff like that, it was so cool. And even with Jenny though too, when I was talking to Jenny, I was like, Oh, I didn't know like certain things about you. Like I, I knew a lot about you, but there were certain things that she said on the podcast that was real cool so like it just makes you better friends after talking like that so i really enjoyed that and then also i could be completely stealing one of your guys uh tricks but um <laughs> uh i'm if i do call me out on it because i'm not that type of guy to take someone else's credit but um one thing i talked to steve about doing is uh and i just started doing it i think it's for two podcasts now is um if we talk highly on someone I'll actually tag them in like the Dodgeballs family when I post my uh, podcast. So I'd be like, this is exactly where we talk about you, but it's obviously going to be good things. So I'm not going to be like, hey, this person stinks. You know what I mean? <laughs> tag them in it. Everyone go look. Yeah. But uh, I just, the, the way I think, I'm like, okay, so if I knew there was a certain point in a podcast where someone was talking like specifically about me or my team, I would love to listen in, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then that gains interest. And then it's like, okay, I want to listen to more of these podcasts. So that was something that I was thinking of and I could have been ripping off to someone. So if I did, I, I truly apologize. But um, it was just something I thought of. I was like, hey, this might be a good idea. And Steve even said the same thing. He's like, yeah, that'd be a great idea. But uh, just make sure you're not tagging someone when you're like crapping on them. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, I but, thought that was uh, a good been, idea when I yeah. saw that. That was pretty good. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it. But, uh, but again, if you guys came up with that first, uh, uh, hype yourself up. Cause, uh, <laughs> I don't mean to step on anybody's toes. I think that's I... one thing that we missed is we could definitely do a lot better job of, and I, this is not miles fault at all. This is all on me is doing better episode breakdowns, like in our notes. Cause yeah, we don't do that at all. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't, don't do, do that, that at all. <laughs> but I think it's easier to be fair to you guys. though. it's easier to, to just throw out content though faster. Cause you're not worried about that stuff. But, um, the only reason why I honestly do it is because, um, Steve kind of gave me like the rundown. He was like, all right, do this, 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 and this. And, um, you might get more engagements doing that. So right off the bat, I didn't even think about doing timestamps. I was like, I'm just going to throw out material and just let people figure it out on themselves. But I'm starting to learn. I'm like, timestamps are like a, uh, like a great thing. Cause a lot of people are, have short attention spans. So they're like, Oh, I just want to listen to this. Or I just want to listen to this. So they don't want to listen mm -hmm. to the whole podcast just to find like a five minute clip or something like that. So uh, I'm appreciative of that too. If it, uh, if it puts your mind at ease, Drew, and this is how weird I can be sometimes that was hundred percent your idea. So October 30th at 5.15 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> 
you <laughs> wrote, cool. uh, do you think this is a good idea to post on Dodgeball Family? See if the majority is cool with me tagging whoever we talk about in a specific podcast. I think that gets more people interested listen to a podcast if they know they are talked about or do you think it's a bad idea? And I say, I'd say go for it unless you're talking uh, crap about them. Oof, I almost beat myself. Um, oh, so that was, that was all you, man. Wait. So a great idea. <laughs> all right, well, I, well, I appreciate it because um, it's one of, I mean, I come up with a good idea once a year. So <laughs> <laughs> I think it makes one. things more shareable too. Like if, if somebody's asking about dodgeball or like what, if where they rate in the, dodgeball world be like oh check out this snippet of you know getting talked about because i know that's that's something when going through the ncda family would ask me like oh that's like a legit thing and i'd be like oh here's an article that was written about central dodgeball that you know i had a little paragraph quote or something it's like check this out like this is a legit thing it's not just something i'm doing to fill time yeah. And one thing for me, though, too, honestly, is like, if you guys want to do that, too, I'm not going to feel like a certain way about it. Like, I'm one of those people that, like, I want to help as many people out as possible. So, like, if you think it's a good idea, you can do the same exact thing. And I won't feel like, I'll be like, oh, that person's ripping off me. Like, I'm not that type of guy. So, if you guys want to do that, do it. I think it's awesome. So, and then that way, if you guys come up with a great idea too, like I'll rip you guys off and then you can't say anything about me too. So it'd be perfect. Well, that's what I was thinking when we were getting this started. It was like, hey, this group that we have been talking in could be an awesome brainstorming group just to bounce ideas off each other. I mean, usually I just do it to Miles where it'd be like 1130 at night and I just have this idea and I just shoot him a message really quick. But to have more ears on it would be awesome for everybody. 100%. Yeah, that's something that when, um, like, uh, Brett and Miles, it was recently when you had done what Steve had done, where it made the group, like, make a group page that people mm-hmm. could then like, and then they would get notifications every time you post. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, yeah, we we realized that Steve was doing that, and that's how you get the notifications out there. And then I think I reached out to... A- I don't know if it was both of you or just Miles, where I was like, oh my God, I feel so stupid. <laughs> yeah, I think that was both oh, of us. Yep. Like, then, I'm mad at how long it took me to realize that. I was like, how is she getting all these notifications, like all these like feedback for, on every single episode? I'm like, it might be like the amount of people he has on his like page or whatever. I'm like, I don't think, I don't think that's it. Like, he literally gets like at least five or six comments per episode. We get maybe one. And I'm, yeah, I'm calling out our listeners respond most <laughs> our stuff. but um you know i was like there's no way like could like and then i realized because i remember i think joey kramer like months back like talked something about like the uh facebook algorithm on how like he's he's definitely our like our number one fan and oh, for sure. yeah and like he will always if he can he'll always like try to put some type of feedback on an episode whether it's like after we release an episode or if we talk about an upcoming episode and then he'll put up his um two cents on it and I remember, like, month back, he talked about the Facebook out there. I'm like, oh, right. Like, out of, like, the thousand friends that I personally have, I maybe see only like, the same, like, 10 people on mm-hmm. my news feed. So I realized that, like, most um, algorithms probably will, will work against you. So I'm like, I'll just follow Steve's idea. And I think it works. It's working so far. So I think it works yeah. out. My favorite yeah, thing about Joey is that he, he'll he'll text us and apologize that he's, like, behind on episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Like, sorry guy. guys That's i'm catching nice. up right now <laughs> and I, I, I love it man are you guys saying um don't uh rather than have like a page you should have a group instead that way no, no, no. definitely have a page 
No, you definitely yeah. want to have a page, just like kind of broadcast your stuff, but I'll and then do a group, uh, like a Facebook group that's kind of like connected to it. So that way, let's say you drop an episode, instead of people yeah. finding out weeks later, because like sometimes the algorithm you don't get the algorithm to like three or four days later, gotcha. you get the algorithm right away in your notifications. Okay, I appreciate that because that's something I had no clue about. So I appreciate that. Yeah, that that's something that when it when it came out and you guys did it, I was like, oh, that's so smart. And I was like, okay. Season two. I'm not going to do it right after you guys do it. The start of season two. Okay, good. I thought I missed it. I'm like, (laughs) yeah. So I was like, I'll just do in the flow when stuff comes out, and I'll be like, and welcome back. Here's a group. Join this group. There we go. Yeah. And when when I saw Drew had done the tagging um, of like people that you mentioned through, I was like, oh, that's such a smart idea because especially um, like when we had talked about Natalie from the West Coast. And mm-hmm. then she went on and was sharing it like, oh, my God, they talked about me. Like, everyone listen. <laughs> yeah. If you want to listen, just listen from this minute to this minute. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just about me. Um, but, yeah, that was something that I liked seeing that. And it's kind of like, okay, well, I'll start doing this, but I'm going to do it a little bit later. So then people don't think <laughs> just doing it straight away. Copy and paste. You can yeah, do copy it now. and paste. <laughs> I but to, Steve, uh, how about you? Is there anything you can do? Oh, tons. To improve um, the Dodgeball podcast. Uh, always. Uh, well, first of all, I have to get something off my chest. So the, the Facebook group idea goes back to 2015. That was Brett Baxter's idea. I was team Facebook <laughs> page. He's like, no, Steve, we got to do a group because uh, we'll have a captive audience and they'll get our stuff more. I'm like, why would we torture people like that? Like, no, just, <laughs> just do a page. So uh yeah if you're listening brett good call five years later down the road it's it's paying off but um in terms of uh improvements i mean for me i think um i try to have every season build off of something like a theme so last season i wanted to see if i can get away with um having like one or two episodes guest hosted um where i just go completely hands off um and this this season i i won't say double down on that but there was a lot more people completely taking over and I just like, okay, just please be easy on the bad, on the bad words, like make my life a little bit easier, but you know, run with it. And, um, a result was Justin Bosch doing some of his, um, more into the weeds aspect of dodgeball. Um, Sergio Leone doing the international scene and me being able to focus on what I feel I, I'm best at. And that's just the, the conversation. Um, with that, I wanted to build on video and stream. And so the improvement for me is just trying to come out of this season or go into next season with something like another layer of the podcast, um, as, as, as a brand, um, definitely could step up the promotions, um, on the Instagram, on the Facebook pages after all. I mean, I do want to go into editing clips. Um, so with video, I'll probably do that and try to start targeting people that are, you know, college age that follow the movie. Um, cause for as much criticism as I give the viral videos, not pulling in, um, dodgeball players, like, well, what am I doing to, to be a part of that? So, and I think for me personally, I think the thing I could do the most is probably talk less. Um, one thing I, I bet, um, I bet if you took like every single conversation I had, I would probably have like a, a switchboard of like common sayings where it's like, Oh God, he's saying this thing again. Oh, he's talking about Tucson again. (laughs) Oh, here he goes again about being in the military. Like, so just stuff like that. But uh, yeah, there, there's there's a whole laundry list of of improvements. But if you guys haven't thought about this, um, I'm gonna do this at the end is uh, a survey. So at the end of every year, I throw out a survey. Just hey, what would you guys like to listen? What were your favorite episodes? What would you guys like to hear about topic wise? Um, 
Typeform is my best friend sometimes because um, that gives people a chance to either do it anonymously or uh, give you episode ideas that you never thought possible. So um, that that's definitely a big one for uh, for feedback. And then going back to your comment, Drew, about the timestamps, that, that was all Sergio. For some reason, he just took it upon himself to start timestamping because some of these episodes go two, three hours. Um, so that helps people let them know like, okay, I just want to go straight to the crowdsource questions. Cause that's where we'll probably get the most engagement. And, um, Hunter Ford suggested doing clips. And I, I realized, uh, Brett, your freaking 15 seconds spill about, um, mayonnaise, I think, um, oh, with Felix. <laughs> yeah. With Felix. That's one of the highest, uh, hitting like little segments. So if, for me, it all just comes to time. There's so much I want to do, so little time, but yeah. being able to just take, okay, that whole little spiel offline where you're talking about aliens, like that could be a nice little, <laughs> here you guys go, enjoy it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, time management and uh, less me, less of my voice and more people Fair. guest hosting would be my improvements. Mm. Now, okay, back to... Okay, I got one question for everyone. All right, I got one question. Um, so... What so I think it's more of a question for like dodgeball hosts to other dodgeball hosts. Like what's something that you either have like pulled from another like one of the other dodgeball like ideas or something that you admired uh, that the other dodgeball podcasts are doing? Did that make oh. sense? It did. <laughs> okay. Cause it didn't make sense as I was talking like hold up. I think uh just right off the bat with Steve's podcast, like since he kinda like laid the ground floor floor is like um just kind of not being scared, just going out and talking to people that you're not comfortable talking to. Like, to be honest, like, just from playing playing on Team USA, like, there's people I've met all over the world, but, like, for him to just be like, hey, I'm going to interview this person in Singapore or Australia or New Zealand, it's like you're really putting yourself out there and taking the chance to, like, get this person on and, and to talk to them, like, it is one of those things where it's like I get nervous talking to like some of my good friends because I know I'm being recorded. So like I get a little nervous <laughs> doing that, but um, to go out of your comfort zone and just talking to random people. And I talk about it all the time on my podcast where I'm like, I'm starting with my close friends because I'm comfortable talking to you, but I'm eventually going to branch out. So I think that's very commendable and that's something that I admire. Okay, we'll go with Jenny. <laughs> Don't forget, she, st she still has to answer the what's she going to do to improve question. Oh, you can't okay. escape that. Question so, double question. Wait, I have to answer my own? Yes. Um, okay. <laughs> um, okay, so the improve one, I think it's definitely like making sure I get myself out there more because there's some stuff that I want to talk with people about specific things so sometimes I won't get everyone's feedback on like hey do you want to if you want to ask from this person like do you what questions do you want to ask this person because I'm like oh I don't want it to be where my because I love talking about dodgeball and talking in general where like my podcast episodes are like three hours long because I feel like they'll end up being that long if, if I'm like <laughs> everyone ask questions um and I think definitely something that I can probably improve on is, um, yeah, getting some more information out there, like having more people tag thing, like tag 
people in those kinds of responses because there's sometimes where I'm like hesitant to do it or if I'm late at um because I'll be all up for recording a podcast and then I'll kind of kick myself in the butt being like oh I have to edit the podcast now <laughs> there's a sober like part. why did I record four episodes in one day like <laughs> and then finding the the drive to do it and then so I'll be like, okay, Sunday night, I've got to release this on Monday. I'll like finish editing it. And then I go to post it. And I'm like, yeah, I can't be bothered to go through and do timestamps. <laughs> so it's like, okay, finding the energy to be like, as soon as I podcast, I need to get better at like editing straight, straight away and then prepping everything. So then if there's anything I did want to change about it, I have more time to go mm -hmm. back to about it. Cause that's the editing's something that I don't enjoy as much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't mind creating it and finding that sort of thing, but that's part of my improvement. And then what was, what was your question, Miles? <laughs> so what I might try to refine it. So it's better worded. Um, so it was what it, as dodgeball hosts, what is something that you admire about the other dodgeball hosts? Like what they do, oh. um, something you like that they do something you've taken from them before. Yeah. I think I've kind of taken a bit of everyone's I'm, I'm not going to be ashamed of it. <laughs> <laughs> Like this stuff where obviously Steve's been around um, since the Stone Age. So Thanks. you got to take some. Is it? <laughs> Love it's, you. it's the gray hair um, in the video, isn't it? <laughs> but um, yeah, it's, it's kind of stuff like where I've kind of taken what you've done well. So things are the interview and when you're interviewing someone and be like, okay, well, what I'm going to do is kind of similar, but change it around a bit. And then something that I was it's kind of inspired me I already said about when uh Brett and Miles when you guys had kind of come out with this and you look at dodgeball in more of a specific sense and you're talking about fitness um I like I realized there was sometimes where you had um like Brenda Kramer or Lisa Mora on and there was stuff where you had said oh I, I can't really relate to that because obviously that was like a woman training mm -hmm. so then I thought oh well like part of the reason I had Brenda Kramer on was like to talk about is there women specific training that then we could talk about. And so I had, if I had more women listening to my podcast that wanted to see that more specific training, then they could get it that sense. So it was kind of, it's, it sounds bad saying like taking bits of other people, but finding stuff that's interesting and then being like, Oh, well, I do have where women have a totally different experience compared to what men have. So it's nice to also explore it in a different platform that you guys might not think to go back to. So I hope that's okay. I hope no one was. <laughs> it's definitely okay. No, okay. It's, it's good. All yeah. right. We'll go Steve. Steve, you're up next. Great. Um, so when, when we first started, there was actually two podcasts already in existence in 2015. It was the Golden... Uh, state syndicated podcast with Vince oh, Marchbanks. Yeah. yeah, I used to listen to that. David Adetto <laughs> and, um, oh my God, Mark Acom. Sorry, Mark. So, and there was also the Book of Dodgeball with David Tates. And so, what I liked about both of those was uh, Golden State was um, they didn't care. They're in a car. They didn't worry about a studio. They didn't worry about being polished. They just hit record, sat in a car, and they just let anything fly for a couple hours, and people loved it. Um, so when me and Brett were looking at it, we're like, okay, we can kind of do something like that. We have the fortune of having a studio, so let's do something similar. Let's make it smaller. Let's let's be easy on the bad words because, you know, I want my mom to be able to listen to this, and I want people to share it comfortably. Um, 
So we'll, we'll, we'll take that aspect. And then when I branched off on my own, um, what I liked about the book of Dodgeball with David Tates was he was long form. So a chapter was a player and he just talked for an hour, hour and a half, two hours. And so I, I leaned more towards that. And so um, when I reached out to, I don't know if I reached out to Vince, Mark and or David or I forget who I did, but we told him like, hey, you know, we're thinking about starting a podcast out here in Phoenix. Is that cool with you guys? Uh, they were all about it. And so I was like, man, if, if we're ever in a, if I'm in a situation where people are asking me for help, I will 100% give it because it just shows how awesome they are. Um, and same thing with David. When I picked it back up in 2017 to do the long form, uh, he had no problems with me like stepping on his toes. So that just gave me like full reign to just take what I liked and, and run with it. So Jenny, like what you do is I think that that's what people do. Like they just, you have an idea, borrow from what you what you feel has worked um, and, and just run with it. Fast forward to now. Um, what I, what I admire about you guys, uh, ball out is the hustle. So you guys are, uh, just killing it. Like you're constantly in the feeds. You are so passionate about what you're doing. Um, I know I asked about that. Hey, did you ever have a moment where you're thinking about quitting? Um, I don't get that impression at all. Um, it's, it's for this old man. It's, uh, it's exciting to see that someone's going to take and dodgeball and produce content and run with it as far as they can. Um, when you guys had that that episode with um, Justin Andrews from from Mind Pump, it dawned on me like, holy crap, these guys are actually like going outside the dodgeball incestuous pool and trying to reach a new audience. And that was that's I don't know if you guys understand how big that is. When we talk about, yeah, I'm still surprised about how Brett Cond is. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you, the amount of private message fanboying I did was unreal to make that happen. <laughs> but it, I love you so much. Please come on my podcast. I'll stop messaging you if you come on. <laughs> but earlier we, we talked about like TikTok and you know, how do we get viral views to equal play, like stuff like that, just nonstop getting into other people's spheres of influence and maybe venturing outside our own. So that was awesome. Um, that's something I would like to do. I have no idea how I could pitch. Hey, you want to be on my uh, podcast for like three hours and talk about dodgeball? But that's it's you guys kind of lit that path up. So that's huge. Um, Drew, what I admire about you is you just have fun, man. Like you guys are, you can tell you guys are best buds and you're just drinking beers and, and talking what you, your passions. Um, I liked how you kind of had like the UFC slash football picks. It made me feel like I actually could understand sports just for a little bit. Like, oh yeah, no, they said that this team's going to win. And so I'll, I'll pick them. <laughs> I hate that you diss my Cowboys though. Um, there's, there's a couple of times you guys supported them, but, uh, no, I, I like that. Cause it's the, the podcast should be fun. Um, it, it just, you can tell there's a lot of passion there. And with Jenny, I like your methodology, methodology, you're, you're, you're very, like you said, you're very organized, you're very to the points. You can tell a lot of thought and planning goes into it. So if I can blend all those three into next season, man, I'll be, I'll be set. Like I know what my marching orders are going to kind of look like. So that's what I would pick from the previous two and from the current three. So hopefully that answers your question. Definitely answered my question. All right, Brett, you're you up. See, you I'm can already up. tell you sound more professional than what all of us. Like, um, I think I took this. Uh... Well, Steve, I'm going to kind of jump on what you did because there's, there's things that I admire about all of the podcasts. So, like, Drew, I, I wish that Ball Out would in – I wish we would involve more of just like a – what's on your mind today type of mentality. And I wish like there's been times where we, I've gone into episodes and 
I'll throw a quick blurb in about like something that piqued my interest yesterday or something, but there's been a lot of times that I've held back on like talking about like the kids with elf on a shelf and like, I, I really want to talk about it, but I'm like, ah, is this what people want to hear when they come to a dodgeball fitness podcast? Or, uh, so I really admire that. And, and I, I would like to incorporate more of that into it. Um, Jenny, I think you do an awesome job of branding, uh, all of your oh. social media platforms. I, I, I think that that's going to be one of, <laughs> one of our big goals for our social media is that, you know, we have that consistent color scheme logos like when new episode drops it's the same post but different information and i think that's something that we definitely need to work on and what's the uh what's the quote um good artists borrow great artists steal so sorry we're gonna steal it but (laughs) that's fine just commission (laughs) um and steve your your commitment to dodgeball and podcasting is something that you know I'm hoping that we continue on with our podcast as well as that you, you bring such a round, almost like a center of dodgeball to what you're doing through both the dodgeball podcast and ballast day. And I really want to implement into that or that into what we're doing as well is that, you know, it's, we are reaching in different areas and different pools but I want to bring kind of that, that full dodgeball feel to everything we're doing. And whether it's, you know, talking to somebody like Justin or whether it's, we're at, we're setting up a table at a tournament. Like I want there to be ball out in everything dodgeball. So that's, that's, I, I think that with, with where we're at now with all of these podcasts, I don't see why, all of our podcasts can't double, triple, quadruple as the sport comes back next year and have these these presences within either just teams or communities that bring more eyes to dodgeball. Nice. Yeah, I don't I don't disagree. There's a lot of uh going back to that four thousand pool of dodgeball players, there's a lot of creative minds out there that mm-hmm. if we just help each other out, which we've been doing, um you know, who knows where we can go. Um, you guys probably had no idea what you, the feelings I got when I saw the mind pump episode, I was like, like that Jeff Goldblum, Goldblum, uh, meme, like, Hey, they did it. Those crazy sons of bees. They, they did it. Like, that's, <laughs> that's such a huge thing. So, I mean, to be able to, and with your comment about Jenny and her branding, like that's that we need to see more stuff like that. If we're going to mm-hmm. pull ourselves into the dodgeball that we want, because obviously at this point, you know, Jeff Bezos, some million dollar investors probably not going to just find us on accident. We have to right. get in front of them. So, yeah. And when you said about the branding thing and exploring that, like that's something that I'm used to doing that. So if you need help, I'll more than happily help with like helping you with ideas, like consulting, or like if you need some kind of artwork, I can, I'm more than happy to do that. The sad part is I have zero excuse for that because I went to school for public relations and worked as a graphic designer for like four years oh, no, before no, my current job. So like I have zero excuse. It's just like doing it, sitting out, sitting down, doing it and taking the time to work it all out. But I, it's something that, you know, 2021 goals right there. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> 
What about you, Miles? All right. So I'll be trying to think of it, but every time you guys would answer, I had to change my answer. Um, <laughs> so for Steve, I think the um, what I admire about your podcast would be growth and influence. Like the fact that like you've like we've been what this is year four, year five for you for your podcast, right? Five. Yeah, I lost count. Yeah. Five. Okay. So season the, no, four, like, I'm sorry. Span of five years, like you said, you had two hundred episodes. Hmm? Five. I don't know. I, I'm like, <laughs> we're we're about to start season five. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, four no, years. Okay, my bad. Okay. So yeah, so four year four or five, wherever whatever the number lies is one of those two numbers. Um, the fact that like you have guest hosts, um, like beside me and Brett, like we're partners, like it's not the same. Um, you have people that were willingly joining your team in order to make your podcast better. Um, you have outreach probably more than all of our comp um our podcast probably combined because you've been around so long you have a lot of influence in the community not only with just ballast day but with your podcast as well like there's a lot of people that listen to your podcast on a weekly basis like you have subscribers like some that i think fallout is starting to get i mean we could definitely get a lot more but you have people that are waiting for your next episode um and then just looking forward to the next one always giving you feedback, always kind of coming up with things for you, whether they give you feedback, whether they tell you, hey, this is what we want, this is what we don't want. Like, there's people that are actively participating, either proactively or just passively. Um, that's me. So I really admire that. <laughs> I'm one of those that's every single time <laughs> yeah. you guys release an episode, it, I'm like, half an hour later, I'm like, what are you listening? <laughs> that's awesome. Yep, yep. That's also, that was also me as well. Um, for Matt, I would say... Or not Matt. Drew. I don't know why. I meant Drew. <laughs> You're half right. Whoa. I don't know why I did that. My bad. <laughs> My bad. My bad. I was thinking I'm like, that's not right. That's very wrong. No, so for Drew, for uh for your podcast, like I really admire that like you bring your close buds in that you have a lot of fun with it. The fact that like you don't restrict yourself. Like I I gotta make sure I word myself because it's gonna sound awful more than I would I mean it. But like it's kind of like you gave yourself free reign to do whatever you want not like you're restricted because like you said you're still brand new to this so you're still like kind of taking steps into it kind of like how we were um like when we first started with ball out we were kind of figuring out how we were going but we still had like a very constricted mindset of how we were going to go about it for you you don't have that you just know what you're going to talk about and you just kind of go for it so you don't i guess you're not really afraid of any potential blowback you're not afraid of um things that you say like aside from like saying things over back over line but like you i guess you have no fear and i i barely <laughs> admire that that you just kind of go for what you want and whatever topic you want you can sure go for it if people like it they like it if they don't like it they kind of like that sucks for you you kind of have that mentality without actually having that mentality which is good um for jetty i would say oh no come back come back the answer was there <laughs> um it was it was the fact that like I guess kind of like it gets kind of goes with you and Steve. Like you guys are so organized, and I think it's the way you present your organization that it makes it actually very intriguing to listen to. I remember the first time I listened to your episode, I'm like, I know this is Jenny, but it doesn't seem like Jenny because like it's almost sounds like in a, like a professional sense. And like I know it sounds kind of like a, you could take that as a negative, but it's drawn in a way where like if you met Jenny like a person, like you see like kind of like the goofy, silly side, the very energetic side. But like when you listen on the podcast, it's a very different side of Jenny. And it's like a professional, like kind of like almost like you're in like a, 
almost like a newsroom where like it's very like thought out <laughs> procedure like you get that kind of vibe going for so it's a very different aspect of podcasting compared to, like what you see from the other podcasts here so it's very different in terms of um words come to <laughs> what we're um, used to <laughs> <laughs> yeah thank you that that's that's why i need bread because it's easy filled in the gaps i cannot figure out <laughs> but yes so yeah, that, that's my answer for the thing. Did Jenny just die? She just fall. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just sell <the> carpet. <laughs> Does she have a life alert? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that that would be my answer for the uh for that question. Nice. That was a good question, man. Um uh I feel like my answers weren't good enough now. <laughs> <laughs> I think um I mean we're we're looking at we're past the two hour mark. Um Wow, I think I, I do like the idea of leaving it on a high note. I mean, that that's feedback I'm gonna take away from me for a while. So I appreciate that, guys, and I, I hope uh, whoever's listening appreciates this episode as well, um, and hopefully squashes any idea or belief that we're competing against each other. Um, I don't know if that's ever been a thing. I just know that um, there should be no doubts on that. I think I go back to what Brett said about um, the rising tide elevates all ships i feel like if we have that approach as a dodgeball community we'll take the sport to where we want it to go um but you did touch on one thing that i I did i feel like we could potentially end the episode with when that be shout outs um whether it's people that had a direct influence with the podcast or just in general if there's anybody you guys wanted to say thank you for um yeah we did miss thanksgiving but this is ideally christmas day so i mean <laughs> if there's a Unless there's any other questions you guys have, that would be my my final question for for all of you guys. Is who would you shout out right now? Yeah, I'm good with shout outs. Um, you just volunteered first, then. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I mean, there was a, a lot of podcasts out there that I did listen to, like the Mind Pump. Um, listened to like Joe Rogan, and th- those were like people that got me actually involved in podcasting by just listening, and. So that, that, that was something that I tried to make very clear when I did the episode with Justin and I tried to make it very clear that, you know, without mind pump, you know, I probably wouldn't be into podcasting. Um, I, I also actually owe a a huge shout out to, uh, Jake Lesky, which, you know, kills me to do it, but I love the kid, but (laughs) God, he's, he's something else sometimes. Um, I don't know how many of you actually know the story, but it, before I became a Gamecock, what was it like three years ago now? Yeah, I almost, yeah, I think it's three years. Yeah, I almost walked away from dodgeball, and I I was part of a team and part of forming a team that that the team then went turned around and was like kind of outed me and was like, yeah, maybe we don't want you after I'd put in a lot of work to build the team. And I, th- I was like kind of taken aback by it, but like, these are people that, you know, I went to school with and these are people that, you know, were my friends and I understand like the winning mentality and all that. But, you know, if that's, that's how dodgeball is going to turn out, you know, maybe it's a good time to just walk away. And I actually ended up I was in Indy at the time and he kind of pulled me back into dodgeball. So I owe a big thank you to him because without him, I wouldn't be here at ball out right now. Man, Jake, if you're listening, thanks buddy. 
Uh, any, any, my Drew, you next. Shout <laughs> <laughs> just to the whole dodgeball community. Um, without being a part of the community, I don't think any of this would be possible. Um, I don't have the sense of like competing with anybody. I would love to build everybody up. And um, I love listening to all your podcasts and like the different, like almost like it's not really different genres, but like different topics are, are talked within dodgeball. So it's so interesting to hear. And podcast is such a trend right now where like exactly what miles was saying too, like music takes you so far now, but like now, like my long road trips, I'm like, Oh, podcast, podcast, podcast. So, um, just the dodgeball community. There's so many interesting characters and awesome people and just getting to know them more. Um, I just love everybody. I'm one of those people that I'm not a hater. Uh, I love seeing people succeed, even if it's people that like, I don't really talk to in the dodgeball community, but if I see someone like doing their thing and, and getting big off of it, like I love it. I'm such a supporter. Uh, I think there's too much hate in this world right now. So I'm one of those people. I'm not a hippie, but uh, I love everybody. So, um, one love, man. Yeah, exactly. That's my whole mindset. It's like I just love everybody. So, um, shout outs to the dodgeball community, to my friends and family, and that's about it. Nice. All right, who's next? Jenny. Let's hear what Miles has to say. <laughs> oh, I do. I have to go. <laughs> um. Okay. So, like, if I kind of say about. So I'll do like two kinds of shout outs. So shout outs obviously to Steve, Brett and Miles, because when I was kind of like, okay, I'm going to make this thing. I was like, how do you do your podcast? <laughs> how do you start it? Can you give me all of the information? <laughs> um, and that meant a lot. And like, I'd said it on my podcast. I've said it on like everyone's podcast, but like, I am a, I'm a hardcore dodgeball podcast listener so it's like as soon as those episodes come out then i listen to it and it's something that's really exciting it's in it's inspirational for me like over the years being able to listen to this content being produced and it is like your guys's work is what made me want to do this and like feel like okay i can make another platform it's given me the drive to actually create something and not just oh, yeah, I'm just going to sit on it for seven years. And then when I'm done playing, I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> I missed my chance. <laughs> um, so thank you, you guys. And then when I first when I first announced, I actually wanted to give like a little shout out to um, Dom Borgia because he reached out to me and he was kind of like, hey, I've done stuff for Steve. Um, and like, I'm super excited about what you're creating, like, this is how you make clips. If you need me to do this for you, I can do this for you. If you need me to do this and just having someone that once I had announced approach me and say, like, I'm really excited about you doing this. Like here's, if you need me to do it, that meant a lot. And um, it's nice kind of having that support and knowing that other people will be there for you and they're interested in what you're doing. Um, so thanks, Dom. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then on, more of like a personal note um i want to give a shout out to a lot of my royale girls because um they've dealt with a lot of my rants talking about women's dodgeball and how i want more coverage 
and like they'd bring a topic where they said oh someone posted on hashtag dodgeball family like how do you feel about this and then I'll just talk where it's just me talking and sending like 20 messages one after the other so <laughs> it's nice having them and kind of bouncing off of them when I was kind of doing the branding kind of saying like what do you think um that sort of thing and especially um my gal pal Amanda Decker because she's someone that I've been like, do you think people will be interested in if I talk about this? And she's like, yeah, hundred percent. And she'll just give like one word answers or a short sentence. I'm like, okay, I've got Amanda's approval. I'm going to go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's same with um, Justin Bosch, who's been co-hosting on Steve's is that Justin was probably one of my first friends since I moved to America. And he's someone that we've always talked in depth about dodgeball and um, having him randomly like we'll go back and forth and say he'll be like what did you think of my podcast and I was like yeah you did good you could have done this you probably shouldn't have done this but oh well <laughs> <laughs> and then he'll do the same for me um, and then uh, two more sorry I've got a list I actually like wrote out a list when you were like oh you got to do this and I was like please don't make me go first because I want to write out um, <laughs> that explains what um, you're doing. who has yeah. the music <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, and then, so another one is generally to all of the women that play dodgeball. Um, they've, they've, they've basically been the reason as to why I've continued doing this and seeing particularly female players, how they've grown and particularly in America, how much the growth, how much growth has happened in just my time starting playing in 2016 in the competitive scene and, especially on the East coast, we have such a close knit group of women that creating something like this, almost every one of them had reached out and offered their support and said, like, if you need anything, I'll be there for you. And like women on the, the West coast that, like I was saying that at first I was kind of fangirling hard enough that I was like, <laughs> Oh, they're so, they're so good. I don't know if they want to talk to me. And then they're all saying that they're really excited and trying to do what they can to support it. So that's something that's really nice. And then my biggest shout out, okay, this is the last one, and then we'll let someone else talk, um, <laughs> is Alfred, who is my other half, if people don't know. Um, he's been on the, the podcast a couple of times, um, doing some more of the sports medicine side of things. And he's been my biggest support and has also listened to many rants talking about <laughs> dodgeball and women's dodgeball and he's he's kind of the one that drove me to be like you need to do this oh I think it'd be good on your podcast if like you try and make it more professional and like do a branding like have a saying that you say and have a certain beginning and he's been very supportive as the process has gone on and in those lull moments where I go oh I really hope people are listening to this it's like I don't know if they are and he's like it doesn't matter if other people aren't listening to this episode like you've done it it's not just for you it's for other people that are out there like you're not doing this for your own podcast you're doing this to try and help support women's sports so whatever you're doing it's doing something so thank you Alfred and then there you go <laughs> someone else can go <laughs> Miles, right, I I, yeah, they left me. Um, so I only got two shout outs. Uh, first one is gonna be Chili Kramer, number one fan mm -hmm. of our uh Fallout pro our podcast. Um, uh, love you, press, appreciate the support. Um, and the second one will probably be my family because 
Well, I don't know. If now I know they don't listen to podcasts, but they at least support <laughs> like the company side of our fallout. So uh, I appreciate that their support for it. They bought some shirts. They bought some hoodies. Um, they keep telling me to really pursue it. Even though, like at first, I was like kind of iffy on it. They're like, "Used to some probably you should do. You're probably gonna enjoy it. So keep doing it. Stop being lazy as you usually are, <laughs> and just go for it." Um, so they they always ask me questions. They always keep checking up and see how like, things are going. Uh, make sure that we're still moving forward despite the current situation with COVID. So, uh, shout out to family for uh, being supportive, and I appreciate them for that. Nice. Last but not least, Steve. Uh, just myself. <laughs> I've done this 100% by myself. <laughs> no help from anybody. Um, I'm actually going to do a, a separate, like, probably 10-minute shout-out, just recalling everyone that's helped out. But um, Like you did on our podcast? Yes, but longer. <laughs> um, and well, like I just did? What? <laughs> um, I mean, I, I don't even know where to begin. Uh, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned Dom. Uh, he has been nothing but a con- con- continuous, like, perpetual giver of his talents to dodgeball. He supports so much. Um, it's insane. Uh, what he's just, he doesn't stop helping. It, it's insane. Um, insanity is the only word that comes to mind, except he, he gets a different result every time. And it's usually good. Um, Sergio Leone, I mean, for some reason, he just started time stamping, like took it upon himself to do that. And then he just took the international scene and ran with it. <clears throat> he has heard my rants nonstop, two o'clock in the morning, Sunday, uh, anytime. Um, so we bounce a lot, a lot off each other with that. Uh, Justin Bosch for co hosting. I mean, he more than just coming at me with ideas, he's like, this is what I would like to do. And he just runs with it. So that's been awesome. Uh, Lucas stepped up earlier this year. He did a couple of episodes, one with the, um, the crush recap and then the men's coaching, uh, panel, Amanda Decker did a guest host episode. Um, once she did that, I realized this is something that it's no longer just a concept. I can give this to anybody as long as they don't say a lot of bad words and, you know, try to <laughs> help me out with the sound. But, um, I'm also glad you mentioned Alfred cause he's reached out to me a few times, uh, giving words of encouragement. Um, I didn't have a dark moment. I just had a moment of slight hesitation just on how one of our episodes went. Um, and not that I needed it, but he reached out to me and encouraged me to keep going. I was like, oh, yeah, dude, you just bought like three more seasons out of me just just for that reason alone. So uh, that guy's awesome. Um, and I, I got more. Uh, Nick Tantillo, our, our sound engineer, the guy that took mine and Brett's idea and turned it into something tangible. Brett Baxter, obviously, even though I hate the guy. I don't, but uh, you'll understand that joke. Um, I can keep going, but uh, I mean, the list goes on, but really just, it boils down to anyone that's ever just pushed play um, at, at the minimum, that alone will, will keep me going for a very long time. So um, I'll gush in a, in a separate episode, but um, I do want to thank Austin Deeks for giving me this year's theme, uh, last year's pizza versus tacos. I do have a dad joke teed up. Unless you guys have any final thoughts, we can wrap it up with that dad joke and call tonight. I just want to say, I'm really glad this worked out and thank you guys for fitting it into your schedule. And we, we took this little idea and made geez, what like a three hour episode out of this. Thank you for sticking around and making this happen. It was, it was a lot of fun to do. Yeah. Great idea. Yeah. Man. And, hours worth, bro. Dang, <laughs> Drew. Yeah. We can so call like, this. Thank you for having me and letting me laugh at you. I mean, uh, with you guys, um, <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh we need to call this like podcastception, hashtag podcastception. <laughs> yeah. Podcast, 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 podcast.
right, let's hear this dad joke. Okay. I'm not I'm, ready for it. I'm on video, so I'm going to try not to botch it. <laughs> okay. So Austin Deeks asks, uh, why can't two elephants swim at the same time? Because they know. only have one pair of trunks. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. That was, that was a good one. I like that. Yeah. Thank you, Austin. All, all, of, all of his dad jokes, when I do remember to get them in time, have been solid. Oh, my gosh. But... That's awesome. I do have to say that's one of the better dad jokes. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, penguin, the penguin one you gave me the other uh, for that uh, North recap, oh, I almost awesome. got out of my chair and walked away. <laughs> I was so bad with that one. That was no, good. They're, they're, like, so bad that they're so good. Exactly. I, forgot, I think it was Justin. He's like, I wanted to answer, but I didn't want to get it wrong. So I just stayed silent. Yep. Just like the pressure. Yeah. <laughs> people. Well, the reason I'm silent is when you look at me and I'm just trying to work out all of the answers. Like, I, I might I'm not one. smart awesome. enough. <laughs> well, again, guys, I appreciate this. This has been a lot of fun. I hope that people listening get as much enjoyment out of it as I know I got. And uh, I, let's, we need to make this an annual thing. For sure. Yes, yeah, Definitely. Great. All right, guys. Well, we'll go ahead and end the uh, panel there. All right. So that was the uh, the podcast of the podcasters episode. Um, Brett and Miles, fantastic idea. Um, I can't think of a better way to wrap up the season. Um, yeah, there might be a couple more episodes that kind of eke out between now and the official start of season five, at least for me anyway. But uh, to be able to, to talk to you guys... Um, content creator to content creator and kind of hash out or talk through some of the challenging points, the high points of this year and just kind of pick your brains, um, out in the open like that was, was really awesome. And, um, I, I, I cannot tell you how humbled I am with the, I guess the inspiration I may have had on you guys, or, or at least being able to assist you in, in any capacity. Um, and I do offer that to anybody else that, that wants to guest host and use this platform or is thinking about doing something of their own. Um, I don't know what advice I can give you, but if there's anything I can help to help create this, um, help foster the sense of creativity amongst the community, I'm, I'm more than willing to, to, do, to do so. So just shoot me a message or send me an email and I'm down to make make more magic with this dodgeball community. It's the only way we're going to get dodgeball to where you want to be. But um, there's a lot of uh, thanks I have. Um, I'm going to release that in a separate segment just because I want that to be the focal point for anybody that wants to listen to what exactly has gone on this year to make this Dodgeball podcast, to make this season successful. Um, I could not do this without a lot of people. So um, I know, I fear rather that the perception is this has been a one-man show. Um, it really hasn't. Um, like I said earlier, from those of you that simply just push play, to providing feedback, to sending messages of encouragement or good job or kudos or even criticism. Um, and to those that have taken upon themselves to actually host an episode or even just come on to talk about dodgeball with me for a couple of hours. Um, if there's one thing I respect, it's people's time. And so for you to be willing to give me time out of your evening, out of your busy week to talk dodgeball, um, I only hope that I can repay that in quality episodes that we will listen to, uh, for many years to come. But, um, I guess what I'll do is uh, leave it at that. So if you are still with us after this uh, two and a half hour episode, thank you so much for doing so. Thank you for being with us this entire year. And um, have a Merry Christmas, uh, Happy New Year, Happy Holidays. Be safe, and we'll see you very soon.
can't tell if the neighbors are being loud or if there's somebody walking around my house and I just don't know it yet. <laughs> You'll find out soon. Yeah, if you see uh, if I disappear, then I got murdered. Uh oh. Yeah, the aliens finally came. Dude, that's gonna easy. happen at the end of 2020, bro. Hey, let's, let's finish strong, <laughs> we got the man. Star of Bethlehem. We got the aliens are not are are actually real. Like all oh, this crazy stuff's happening. Are you following that crap? <laughs> like the Pentagon legitimately saying we have recovered craft Something out of this world. Yeah. yeah. I, why are we not losing our <laughs> over that? Like that's that's huge. <laughs> You want to hear something wild right now? And I was not even drinking too. So I'm telling you the honest truth. So I'm not. So my thing is like, it's fun hearing about like alien conspiracies and stuff like that. But I, I'm a skeptic. Like if I don't see it, like I don't really believe it. But I swear to you. So we get out of the car. We're in Denver. We get out of our car to our uh, Airbnb house. And it's, it's one of those places where you can just see everything. You almost see like the Milky Way galaxy. That's how... Um, um, how dark the sky is yeah like there's no light pollution or anything like that so we get out and of all people matt's uh, my twin brother matt's wife danielle's like what is that oh, and she no. like looks up in the sky and points and i'm like what are you talking about so like we look up there's legit like 15 it looks like airplanes at first because it's just a little bright dot moving at like a constant rate but you know i think everybody's here seeing like a shooting star how like it like shoots and then kind of disappears yeah this is like a constant like movement, but it's way too high up to be like a jet or an airplane or whatever. And there's like 15 of them in a row and they're just going like at the same rate. And then they would just disappear at this certain spot. So I was like, what the heck is that? Like, is it satellites or something? But it was just the creepiest thing. Cause it was like in one line, super straight line. And they all just disappeared at the same spot. So I was like, I have no clue what that is. Aliens, bro. Cool. <laughs> I'm not sleeping tonight. Thanks for that. I get Alex Jones on here soon. Yeah, it's uh weather balloons, swamp gas reflecting off Venus. Uh, 